NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. SaveWithConrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt, just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out. No house payments for two months at SaveWithConrad.com. Welcome to WHW Monday. Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Jim Crockett for Starcade, 605 NWA. TV title, Cajun Omni, the Bunkhouse Stampede. Flair and Horseman, Garvin, Bogey, Magnum, Dusty, Express Tactics. Turner Bond and Mid-South Joint World Championship Wrestling. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and Friends North, they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off. Center stage, Bischoff. Disney, Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and the Crow. Thunder, Russo, Arquette, Champ. Vinny, Mac, Simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad. Not your classy podcast. Watch a long try not to laugh. Lois rules, cat back. This wasn't the initial plan. Tom Ziggs, a good-looking man. Hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to What Happened When? With the voice of your childhood, Tony Schiavone. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, what's up, Conrad? How, uh, well, there you go. That's better, isn't it? It is. Hello. Hello. What's up, Conrad? How you doing? Man, I'm so I, excited I can't, I can't work at this equipment. I've been working equipment all my life, so I can't work it. Well, maybe if it was a little smaller, it'd be more like you're used to. Well, you're starting out talking about penises already, aren't you? Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, yeah, no. no, I know what you're saying. I know you're double on tundras. No, you don't. I know what you're talking about. Oh, no, yeah. you don't, you don't, <clears throat> you don't know shit. <laughs> hey, I, uh, I saw something the other day that just tickled me. Oh boy. I was on YouTube and I don't even know why it served me this video, but it tickled me. You know, I, we have talked for years about how. You and maybe our producer, Dave Silva, got them short little legs and how sometimes when you sit in chairs, your feet dangle. Yeah, they they do. And I have for years made a sound effect here on the program about your little legs. You have. And then I discovered one accidentally. Thanks to YouTube. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why, but cartoon tiptoes. Uh, that's, the, that's the way I met cartoon tiptoe. A lot of great cartoon. That sounds great. A lot of great cartoon sound effects throughout the years. Really? Really? There have been. And we get to relive a lot of the great wrestling moments today may or may not be one, depending on if you yeah. were a WWF fan or a WCW fan back in the day, we're going to be watching season four, episode 15 of Monday nitro. And you might be saying to yourself, Self, what was special about that day? This is the show that the WWF beat for the very first time. This is the show that unfortunately could not continue the streak that we know famously went 83 weeks. This would have been 84, but instead Vince McMahon and stone cold, Steve Austin stole the show 
set a new record and a record number of people are going to be watching wrestling this night. So all in all for the industry, a great night, but for WCW, the first L in over a year, you may want to ask yourself self self. What was the reason? Was it because they were so hot with stone cold, Steve Austin, or was it because we sucked? Well, I would think it's a combination of both. Don't you? No, I don't think you sucked. I mean, you had just set a record the prior month and then broke it the next week. You guys started to bring, we just discussed this on 83 weeks, which dropped just a couple of days ago here, Eric Bischoff's fabulous podcast. And we went through what had built to this day and man, you guys had so much momentum. I mean, just hotter and hotter and hotter. And I know a lot of people would say, oh, this was the beginning of the end. That's just not true. Like WCW will continue to grow and continue to get hotter and hotter. This is before Goldberg's even crowned champ. So let's not act like we've peaked yet. We're still getting there. But I think what did it was just fabulous storytelling on the other side. Vince McMahon is one of the best on camera heels in the history of the business. And that all started really in November of the prior year. So now we've had six months sort of building to this and, um, it's finally going to happen in a, in a show long thread where it starts with, with Vince and stone cold, and then just continues to build throughout and man, it's something we never thought we would see Vince McMahon in a wrestling ring, but it happened. So we're not going to watch that. We're going to watch what that beat today. And I'm kind of looking forward to this, man. This should be fun stuff. Yeah. I, I like going back and, uh, and looking at the old stuff, believe it or not, when, even though some of the stuff <clears throat> is painful, uh, during this time, it really wasn't painful. Uh, later on it would become, so I'm looking forward to it and, um, uh, good being, uh, being on here with you and, and Dave Silva. And I guess we've got some, uh, some questions coming up as well here. Oh yeah, man. Week. We appreciate everybody tuning in, uh, from both the uh, WHW Monday, Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. And of course, ad free shows shout out to Josh and Eddie and Elkin and Zoll and James and Keith and Doug. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a sellout at the curtain, as we like to say, and we're going to yeah. have a little fun. We're actually recording right now on Easter. Happy Easter, right. Tony Schiavone. Easter. Hope you find your eggs. I, uh, I, I'm looking at the list of, uh, of all those and we appreciate everybody. Uh, James Elcori is back with us and, uh, coach Keith has woken up early. Hope he doesn't fall back asleep as we go along. And, um, I'm just wondering guys, it's Easter. What are you doing here with us? What are we, we doing with re- each other? You know, we must really be popular. Well, I don't know about that. I'll tell you this. Uh, the waffle house was jumping here in Huntsville, Alabama this morning. Really? Yeah. I went to waffle house, took the wife to breakfast this morning. We pulled in and we were the only car in the parking lot, but within uh-huh. minutes of, of seating. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a wait at waffle house on Easter and Megan said the same thing you did. She goes, don't these people know it's Easter. I was like, we, we, we were here first. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of on us, you know? Yeah. Hey, so let's do it. Let's watch this show. We got uh, a lot to cover, a lot to talk about. Uh, I know we don't talk about current stuff, but you know, we're going to beat around the bush. That's what we do. Season four, episode 15, April 13th, 1998. Tony, as I understand it, you've got a, a countdown lined up. It's our old countdown. Uh, here we go. You know what it's all about, you. Holy shit, I hate you. 
Savage is way far beyond into the outer limits. You want to go into the outer limits, Hogan? Then I ain't waiting for Spring Stampede. I'm coming after you. I'm coming after you here tonight. I'm coming after you in Minneapolis. Uh-oh. I'm coming eye to eye with you, Hogan, because there ain't room enough in this sport for both of us. And by the time I get through with you, Hollywood Hogan, you'll be auditioning for RuPaul. Auditioning for RuPaul? Uh, I, uh, is that, I don't know. What, what? Yeah, I don't think you could say that today. No, no, you couldn't. Wonder what Piper would think about those Bud Light cans. Moving on. This is the world's number one professional wrestling program. And this week, we come to the great state of Minnesota. Ladies and gentlemen, from the Target Center in Minneapolis, welcome to WCW Monday Nitro. We are with you for three solid hours of professional wrestling at its best. Tony Schiavone, the living legend Larry Zabisco, and the one the only Iron Mike today. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard at the top of the program the comments from the rowdy one, Roddy Piper. He said tonight in Minneapolis, he will be eye to eye with Hollywood Hogan. Hey, let me ask you something. Do you think? Sure. You know, we, I, I talked about this with Eric Bischoff, but do you think in your opinion, three yeah. hours hurt the ratings compared to two? Yeah. Um, like if this was a two hour show yeah. head to head with Monday night Raw, straight up two hours versus two hours, there's not a third hour. There's no thunder. It's just two hours. Yeah. Would it have been a higher rate of two hours? I mean, I'm sure you would make more money by producing more content. I get that. But what do you think? Two on two? Would that have done a better deal for you guys? Well, well my my view is tainted because I I didn't like three hours. None of us did. We always we thought it was too much. So my feeling is yes. But I'm not an expert on this, so I, I really don't know. Only thing I can tell you, I can tell you a couple of things here. Okay. <clears throat> tell me both of them. Uh, I'll tell you three things. Yes. Number one, if you look at me right now, I'm fatter and shit. I love Larry standing up and acknowledging the crowd. Uh, number I'm, two, I miss Mike tonight, by the way. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Number two, God, I wish my voice was as good as it was back then. It is. You just don't believe in yourself. And, uh, number three, this was the venue, uh, I, I don't remember much about back then, uh, but this was a venue and I remember it at like it was yesterday where Eric had a meeting in catering with everybody and said these words, I will not rest until I've driven a stake through the heart of Vince McMahon. Well, I don't know if he remembers that or even acknowledges that he said that, but there ain't no, there's no doubt in my mind. He said it cause I was sitting there looking up at him as he was saying that I'm thinking, man, that's uh that's pretty fucking heavy. A stake through the heart of Vince McMahon stake through the heart of Vince McMahon. And we think he means a stick. We don't think he means a ribeye, right? Right. Conrad. 
Yeah. Just wanted to make sure he wasn't trying to you're, offer to take him down to the Ruth Chris or something. You're really looking for funny shit to do this morning. Aren't you? Well, when you see Finley coming out with bl- dyed blonde hair like that, mm-hmm. you start looking for shit. <laughs> oh boy. I, I, I saw fit Finley for the first time in a long time. Unfortunately it was at, uh, Arn's son's funeral, mm. but I got to, uh, talk to him and reconnect with him. What a, what a cool guy. And, uh, still lives here in Georgia with his family. And, uh, obviously his son has done quite well for himself. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Great wrestler. Uh, speaking of great wrestlers who have wrestled at uh, new Japan pro wrestling, I'm really excited that, uh, Jay white. Now Jay, I was going, I almost said Jay lethal, but Jay white is part of, uh, of AEW right now. That's that's good, man. Did you see, uh, over the weekend, if it was online, I did not. Well, there was a tweet. God, there was a tweet. Okay. okay. And what did the fucking tweet say? Okada tweeted that he too is looking for a change of scenery. Wow. And that would be big fucking news. Wouldn't it? You think? <clears throat> Cause he, uh, I don't know if you saw, but he dropped the title over the weekend. Well, he's no longer the new Japan champ. Now it's Sonata. So we have a new, new Japan, uh, new champion in new Japan and the former champion who a lot of people believe to be one of the best wrestlers in the world today. Tweets at Jay white, who's calling himself the catalyst. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. That, uh, he too might be looking for a change of scenery. Now, of course he did it in Japanese and, uh, Maybe that Twitter algorithm or that Twitter translator tool is full of shit. He might've yeah. just said, I have to take a big shit because I don't Good speak man. Japanese and I would have to take Twitter's word for it. Mm-hmm. So big Papa pump versus fit Finley is going to get us started here. And I got to tell you back then, I probably didn't think this was going to be much of a match, but now with the benefit of hindsight, I would have loved to have seen these guys have a real match. Like. Scott Steiner is an amateur wrestler and also has the largest arms in the world and fit Finley. I feel like could put your heel in your own asshole. Mm-hmm. So I would love to just see these guys mix it up for real. Well, I think it's very apparent that fit Finley would not be intimidated by Scott Steiner's, no, uh, not one bit res- resume. No. Yes. Yeah. And, and it goes back to. You know, those, uh, dude, this is awesome. Look at this. You want to talk about physicality? Yeah. Hey, go out of your way to watch this man. Just the start (laughs) of the match. I'm, I'm like hanging on, like (laughs) we might be witnessing a crime right here. (laughs) Yes, sir, buddy. This match started exactly like we wanted to, to, didn't it? Big time. (laughs) Oh yeah. You need to watch this. Oh yeah. uh, Fuck Vincent on stone cold. This is the (laughs) shit right here, dude. (laughs) Y'all go back and watch this. Now this is fun. Scott Steiner versus Mm -hmm. fit Finley in the opening match here. This was unopposed by the way, as you may recall, nitro started an hour before Monday night raw when it went to the three hour. So you're only really competing in the second two hours, but what a way to get started. And here in Minnesota of all places. I was thinking about that as they were introducing us to, uh, Minneapolis, of course, Minnesota's where the very first nitro was. And now we're watching the one where the streak ends. Oh, look, Larry, the ax hitting sit in front yeah. row. 
jaw jacking with Scott Steiner. He don't want none. Anyway, also, no, also notice as you look up in the, uh, in the stands, just about every seat in the upper deck is full. Oh man. There's a lot of people here. WCW is hotter than shit in 1998. Here we go. Oh man. That European uppercut not here to fuck around <laughs> double stomp Jones. Y'all go watch this. Yeah. <laughs> I need matches like this on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays. Here we go. I thought that was going to be a, uh, Canadian, whatever you call it. Oh, hey, you think fit Finley does a Canadian destroyer. Come on now. Fit Finley does whatever he fucking wants. He would, he would never do a Canadian destroyer. Oh man. No chance. Anyway, I was going to say that those guys from, uh, those guys who, uh, trained in England. Yeah. They're no joke. Tough. Yeah. They're pretty tough motherfuckers over there. Yeah. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. So here you go. Scott Steiner has fit Finley on the top rope and suplex him right down. This was Fans a fun are into time. It too. Yes, yeah. sir. They love pig Papa pump. They love the NWO. Look at all those shirts. Yeah. And just to be clear, you know, we're like two years into this story and WCW. I mean, the NWO is still hot. That you gets see that guy, that, there's a guy in the front row. Right behind the referee now. He's got yeah. a uh, white shirt. Yep. Not much hair on top of his head. Yeah. Black jacket. Yeah. Okay. There was a guy when we, when I think I may have, <clears throat> I may have told the story, but, uh, years ago in the, uh, in the NWA days, uh, and I would go around being the ring announcer when we would tour, we ran, uh, the Met center in Bloomington before it was torn down. That's the old, you know, the old building where the Minnesota North stars played. Uh, and of course was torn down thanks to the mall of America. And, uh, it's also where the, the twins played outside anyway. So there was a guy at ringside who knew everybody's real name. Okay. And that looks like the guy, because I remember when Ole came out, he kept going, Hey, Al, Al Rogowski, look over here. Al. I'm thinking, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. Calling everybody by their real name. No, no. Just being I'll, an asshole. And then, yeah. Okay. That's not too much. Of a stretch hey, here's, at here's, times for you. Here's the other thing I'm not sure about. I want your opinion on. Oh, wait, here's Bret Hart doing a sit down. Or to go around, uh, 
you know, um, saying I screwed myself. You know, the fact is uh, I got screwed over by a promoter. I'm really tired about crying about it anymore. I don't want to cry about it. I want to do something about it. And I think the time has come. I think wrestling fans are sick of it. I'm sick of it. And while I'm around now in the WCW, if I see somebody getting screwed over, that's my call. This portion of WCW Monday Nitro. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, leave it alone. Um hypothetically in your opinion okay how would you address the undertaker hi mr undertaker well see i called him mr undertaker and i was made fun of but it's like i don't know him so i don't feel like i should say mark i I call him away i when when i talked to him at uh flair's final match i called him mark yeah well i just said sir yeah but i was on a conference call last year uh, double secret conference call mm-hmm. and, sure, uh, that went well. Oh, and fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and we had to, uh, discuss some opportunities yeah. and potential ideas and brainstorming sessions and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how to refer to him. So I said, Mr. Undertaker, uh-huh. I'm trying to show deference and respect for my elders and all and respect for the business and all that. And I didn't feel like it was appropriate to say Mr. Calloway. Mm -hmm. So I just said, Mr. Undertaker. And I know that sounds fucking stupid, but I don't know with him what to do. Like even with, even with, uh, Lord Steven Regal, like I would refer to him as Mr. Regal. I know his name is Darren Matthews, Mm -hmm. but I don't fucking know him. Mm -hmm. Not for real. You know what I mean? So it was like. I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I, and don't get me wrong. I get to a point where I say, Hey, what would you like for me to call you? <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, I, I've never, ever called him Marty. He's always Arn. You know what I mean? Right. I go back and forth between Marty and Arn, and I call, uh, I call Steve Regal and he's, he's still a Steve Regal to me. Yes. I, I call him your Lordship. There you go. I've always done that. I, it, it's, 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 it's different, you know, now with everybody who's an AEW right now, I call them by their working names. Right. I do. I, I just only because that's, I don't want to slip up on, on TV. Right. I get that. Um, uh, here's a, a great per- competitor, man. Ooh. You want to talk about one of the all time greats. Ultimo dragon so far ahead of his time. Like imagine if that dude was coming along right now, he would be one of the talks of the business. He would be a Wednesday night superstar. Yeah. I had a beer with Lenny lane two nights ago here in Huntsville. Wasn't actually Lenny lane, but it looks just like him. And he had that same haircut. And when I see a guy in public with a haircut like that in Alabama, I always dab him up and say, Hey man. That's some good hair right there. Cause realistically, like to have a ponytail like that. Yeah. In 2023 in Alabama. Yeah. You're a cool motherfucker. <laughs> you probably how are things do, going you, in, how are things going in Alabama. Okay. Oh man. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. We had, um, we're gonna have a big Easter. We got uh, Morgan in town from the university of Alabama and oh, she's wow. doing well, made the Dean's list and. I didn't know that Morgan went to, uh, Alabama. She did. She went to Alabama and 
Kansas is, uh, going to school here locally in Calhoun, uh, for the first couple of years, but they're both working and getting good grades and everybody's going to be here for Easter. It's weird. You know, it wasn't that long ago. We were like hiding eggs for those rascals. And now they're like in college. Like, where does the time go? I know that's, it just, it's, it's crazy. It is. It's crazy how quickly your kids grow up, but it doesn't, it doesn't take long. I mean, five years is not long. And from five years, they become, go from eight to 13 and it's crazy. Yeah, it is. Well, that's the way it is. Enjoy them while you can love them while you can because soon they'll be out of your house. And then if you're like me, you're celebrate that they're out of your house. Of course. Until they bring home their slapdick boyfriend. Yeah, buddy. You got that yet? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. It's funny because you know, you know, my pal, Brad Miser, not here to fuck around Jones in Nashville. Oh boy. Well, he came down to do his family Easter yesterday. And so while we're hanging out, I said, Hey, uh, uh, Morgan and Megan and Morgan's boyfriend are fixing to pull up. Oh, that's them there. And he turns to me real fast. He goes, are we intimidating him? And I'm like, I mean, if you want to, he goes, it's up to me. I said, yeah, you make a judgment call. And if you want to, I'll support it. He goes, I can really do it. And I go, yeah, you can really do it. And so then okay. as soon as the kid leaves, he goes, he was all right. I was like, yeah, he was all right. You know, he didn't shit his pants. He was all right. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> but you know, miser, he, uh, he can be, mm-hmm. in, he can be a lot, uh, without even trying to be, <laughs> he can be a lot. <laughs> so it's like, this could go either way. This poor yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah. I think, a, I think, a, I think a Brad a lot, believe it or not. He's a good dude. Yeah. His dog, Rufus, you would love, uh, he's got an Italian Mastiff. It's the biggest goddamn dog I've ever seen in my life. Like Mm -hmm. his head is bigger than my head. And I got a watermelon, right? That dog is 162 pounds. Oh, that dog weighs more than my wife. Mm -hmm. That dog weighs more than the, uh, than the WWE's most decorated women's champion of all time. Mm -hmm. Actually, Charlotte weighs 143. This dog is 162 pounds. Jeez. It's crazy. This dog, he, he couldn't even fight Conor McGregor. He's overweight, but I bet he's a sweetheart. Oh, he's the greatest. And I'll tell you this too. I, I saw Brad get four girls numbers in a half hour with that dog. <laughs> and I said, dude, you should rename this dog. And he goes, what should I call it? And I said, icebreaker Jones. <laughs> and he thought it was the greatest thing ever, but. I've never seen anything like it. They come over. Can I pet him? What's his name? What's your name? Hi, I'm so-and-so. And And it's like, Brad is crazy. Like a Fox man, 162 pound dog getting numbers left and right. Good for him. We also have got a pretty good match going on here. Actually, uh, Lenny lane was underrated. Yeah. You know, he was in good shape. He knew how to wrestle. He just didn't have a story. Right. It looked like a, a smaller version, a miniature version of Lex Luger. That's exactly right. He's a miniature yeah. Lex. Yeah. That's what y'all should have done. You should have done with him. Did you see what they did with Petey Williams and Scott Steiner and TNA? Uh, no, they had a big Papa pump and a little Papa pump and they put him yeah. in a chain mill headdress and had him come out and do all the poses and all that. So it was like, you know, little Nate sort of stuff. <laughs> But just fantastic. Wow. It would have been cool if Lenny Lane was little Lex. 
It would have been cool. And he just starts smashing cruiserweights. Mm-hmm. He wants to be the cruiserweight champ. And do that pose that Lex would do. You know? All that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With his arms and I always thought Lex's pose was awkward. Here we go. Dragon sleeper. Well, he tried. Hey boy, they popped for it too, man. Yeah. And then he came right out of it and kicked him in the back and went back for it. And there you go. Ultimate dragon was over. He was quietly over, but he was over. Yeah. By the way, we should mention speaking of cruiserweights now with the benefit of WrestleMania being behind us, Ray Mysterio hall of famer. Not many more people more deserving than him, man. What a worthy headliner, right? Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, if you think, think back at, of, of how we were hot, listen, if you can't speak English, don't talk to the camera. Uh, so, um, if you're, uh, you think about Ray Mysterio and Hooventude and Dean Malenko and Chris Jericho and Eddie, and I know I'm going to miss out, miss somebody and psychosis. Uh, it's one of the reasons we were what we were. No doubt. We're going to listen to this. Yeah. Why not? Here we go. You know, if I can get a shot, which is all, all I want, all I want is a fair shot. And whether I win or lose isn't important so much. It's just getting a fair shot. Oh, we could just go bump with him. Uh, the whole, the whole show. I guess maybe he was feeling the, uh, the heat of, well, we're not doing enough Brett. We had this hot guy and we're not doing enough. By the way, we should mention, uh, as, as you and I are recording, we're coming off uh, a pretty big week for you guys. I can't believe this is real, but it was just announced. You guys are going to Wembley. Wembley stadium, not Wembley not, arena, not the O2. No Wembley stadium. You know, it's Re- funny. Uh, 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 you and I talked about this off air last week mm-hmm. and a little birdie told me that it was going to be Wembley. And I said, oh, the stadium. And they said, no, the arena. And yeah. so when you and I talked, mm-hmm. you said the stadium. And I said, I heard the arena and you go, I don't fucking pay attention or whatever it is. Yeah. And then the announcement came, dude, this is like landmark stuff. Congratulations. It's going to be really big. Yeah. To say the least, uh, England, London, uh, great Britain. However, it's, it's big for pro wrestling. It's going to be a, a big deal for us. I was excited about the announcement, excited about going over there. And I was very excited that Nigel McGinnis uh, was there to help make the announcement. I, I would love the chance to work with him some because I think he's tremendous. Uh, so all that is great. What, what have you seen of, uh, Nigel's stuff? Did you watch him in NXT? Did you see his old ring of honor in ring stuff or his stuff in TNA or what have you seen of Nigel? I, I, I saw his, and I just listened to his, his, his commentary on NXT. Yeah. He's good. That, yeah. He really is. So that's all. And wasn't he in the, uh, one of our bonus episodes we recently did? Yes. We actually, uh, watched him do some silly fun stuff. Right. Uh, right. we're for IWA mid South over on Early the WHW Monday, Patreon. Yeah. So it was good having him with us. And, uh, so I, Hey, look, look at the signs behind us. It's crazy. Isn't it? Oh, oh, mean Gene. How about it? Let's track him. 
in St. Paul. Great to have you here tonight. Going to be a hot time in St. Paul, Minneapolis tonight. I'll tell you, what we have tonight is we're going to have those two troublemakers. We're going to get Nash and Hogan. I'm so sick and tired of listening to them whine and dine each other. Then the next time they're, they're signing prenuptial agreements, I'm going to have them wrestle each other one-on-one -on -one tonight in Minneapolis. Number two, after that's finished, I'm coming to Hogan myself, and I'm going to stare him eye to eye, and I am going to rid the wrestling world of Hulk Hogan. I am tired, sick and tired of all the shenanigans that Hogan has pulled with Savage, ruining Savage's life. Hey, 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 get him out of here. You're going to get a confrontation, Piper. You want a confrontation? Disciple. Get him out of here. Apocalypse. End of the world. Finish him off. Dump him right there. Dump him. Come on. You want a confrontation? You don't want a minute out. Incredible. So Brutus, the fucking barber beefcake comes out to help Hulk Hogan ambush Roddy Piper backstage and then gives him a stone cold stunner on the floor mm. in the backstage area. I don't know that I would want to be falling on my ass on the floor like that. Well, he's not, uh, the Brutus, the barber beefcake. He's the disciple. Did you hear? Hogan yeah. And I heard him yell the apocalypse, which was crazy. Mm. Apparently Piper must be uh, like our general manager or something at this time. He's your commissioner. Yeah. A commissioner. Well, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. General manager became a WWE term, but. Okay. What are all the heads about? Uh, that is a goof in the front row. That, no, what I'm saying is a lot of people have heads. Yeah. Well, this is the era where Al snow was showing up in ECW with the head and he had a styrofoam or he had a mannequin head and he would yeah. actually pass out styrofoam heads. Okay. And he would yell, what does everybody want? Head. What does everybody need? Head. And then he would, you know, dance to the ring to, uh, oh, here we go. With the Timberwolves, please welcome at seven foot four, 483 pounds. Ladies and gentlemen, the giant. Well, if you just, what do you think about the giant coming out to no music? Didn't like it. Really? Why not? Yeah. I think everybody needs music. Even the giant. Yep. You don't think being 82 feet tall is enough. Mm. Oh, boom, 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 feet, boom, five, boom, four, boom, thumb, boom. Conrad's at waffle house. I want some boom. How about that? I think Mikey Ruckus's job is safe. <laughs> you know, maybe you just stick to doing what you do. Let him do the music. Maybe. Hey, maybe I'll do more music. Oh, that'd maybe be I'll great. do more singing. Maybe How's we can sound? do, maybe you could do some rap. Now, I don't want to do rap. Why not? I don't, I, cause I'm not good at rapping. Are you nervous about saying bitches and hoes and stuff? I don't think it's appropriate. Oh yeah. Got a lot of young people that listen to this. No, they don't. And that Grizzly Adams wanna be disciple running around causing problems. I'm here to let them know, you know, and the rest of the NWO, especially Big Sexy. I haven't forgotten what's happened. I haven't forgot about getting dropped on my head. I haven't forgot that there's gonna be a bat 
that spring stampede right in the middle of the ring. I'm the one in that ring that can still jump. I'm the one that's got the athletic ability. I don't need it. If I get the bat, I'm going to turn somebody into a pop sickle. I got a pretty good idea who that might be. Maybe, perhaps, one Kevin Nash. Kevin, my best advice to you, you're dyeing your hair blonde, you're running around with Hollywood, you talk trash, but everywhere I turn, if Hollywood Hogan stops, you're going to get stuck. You know what I mean? So just bring your butt to Stampede, put your neck out nice and clear, let me get my hand around it, and let me choke slam you to the sky in Denver! It's a baseball bat on a pole match. And this is before Russo is there. This is just what we're doing. And, uh, yeah, that promo right there, maybe not the best one. As you recall, Sean Waltman has just recently defected from WCW. Well, he was fired and then he showed up the night after WrestleMania and he cut a quote unquote shoot promo on Hulk Hogan and specifically Eric Bischoff saying that if Hulk Hogan stopped short, you'd know what he ate for breakfast because you mm. were so far up his ass and giant maybe had just recently heard that had that on the mind and basically stole it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Sean Waltman firing was Kind of a big moment for us, wasn't it? Backstage? It was. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't handled well, was it? Does Eric feel that it was handled well? Um, I, I don't. I don't know that he necessarily regrets it. I think he right, feels like right. he had to do what he had to do. But he did acknowledge right. earlier this week that it was a bigger deal than he imagined. Yeah. You know, the reality is he became this the 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 straw that stirred the drink with DX, you know, the rebel spirit of that group was sort of done the night before with, uh, with, with the passing of the torch and Shawn Michaels now going to be off TV with this back injury. They had to have somebody out there to stir it up and boy, Sean Waltman knew how to do that. Okay. Uh, here, here's what I've heard. And I, I heard this. Should I even say it? Yes, yeah, say it. I heard this year. I heard this recently that Sean being the friend of Hall and Nash, as he was, his firing was to send them a message. Was to send him a message, but was not communicated to Hall and Nash. Yes, and therefore, after he was fired, Hall and Nash didn't really give a fuck anymore and that led to a lot of problems backstage is that true do you had you heard that story they definitely did not like it they definitely confronted eric about it they were not happy about it uh they didn't think it was handled well and i was basically under the impression that eric wanted to make an example out of somebody he thought maybe you know, the inmates were running the asylum a little bit, as we know, became the case. And he thought, Hey, this is the way to try to get us back on track. 
probably should have been handled a little differently in hindsight, but he certainly was no worse for wear. I mean, he went and made way more money on the other channels. So good for him. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah, it was, it was really good for him. Yeah. Inmates running the asylum. Boy, I've heard that term so many times. Um, throughout the years. Hey, you know, uh, <clears throat> I don't think we talk enough about, uh, Chavo. So great. And uh, me, me and the, let me ask you this. Me and Bruce had this discussion. Do you think, and, and, and this is going to be a stretch here. Just hang with me. Right. You think if Eddie Guerrero didn't exist, we would hold Chavo in even higher regard. Yeah, I, I don't. There's no. There's no. I don't know how much higher re- regard, but we certainly will have held him in higher regard. Like I just think, like, to make a different comparison, <clears throat> if Ric Flair doesn't exist, isn't Arn Anderson a bigger star as a result? Mm. Yep. Now I know a lot of people would say, yeah, but he was only in that spot because of Rick, or got that opportunity because of Rick, and even Arn would say, hey man, he vouched for me and got me there, and da 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 da. But Arn Anderson checked all the boxes to be an NWA style champion. Yeah. Here's another Bret Hart clip. Another one. Nothing could make me happier than watching those two snakes kill each other off. I, um, okay. Where, where was that from? I'm, I'm, I, was that on TV just now? Yeah. I'm way behind that. Well, Chavo just beat, uh, half of the public enemy, Johnny Grunge. Now we got the girls in bunny outfits, including, uh, man, Shawn Michaels is a lucky man. Whisper was roll tied. Are you watching commercials, Tony? I'm at 3215. God, I was I'm at 3220. How did I get so far behind? I'm at 3225. I don't know, but Silva's with me. What's going on with you over there? I don't know. I was You pulling your pud? No. You're not pulling Star, your pud? Okay. Starburst Road Report. Gotta listen to this. There we go. Welcome to the Starburst Fruit Juice Roll Report. WCW is going to thunder into Fargo, North Dakota this coming Thursday, April the 16th at the Fargo Dome. Beautiful facility and tickets are still available in advance at the box office. All the usual ticket locations, including Ticketmaster, the stars of World Championship Wrestling and the NWO in Fargo this coming Thursday. The Starburst Fruit Juice Road Report brought to you by Starburst. Need a boost? Give it some juice. That almost feels like that should have been a Lee Marshall thing. I know it was a sponsor read, but where was Lee Marshall on that one? I don't know. That's why I wanted to listen to it. Cause I wanted to hear Lee's voice, but it was Gene. So where are we now? Give me a time cut. Uh, we're in Minneapolis, Minnesota on I season four, episode 15 at 33, 25, a- 26, 27, 28, 29, 33, 30, 33, 33, 33, 35. All right. Got you. I, I got so far behind. I don't know. Kevin Nash walking out. Yeah, I see it. I got it. Man, that guy wrote Nash on his forehead. I know he did. What, what's wrong with him? That's a hell of a sign too. That wolf dude, they spent a lot of time on that. Uh, God, you look at this. It's a cautionary tale, man. Of how hot you can be and how maybe you take it for granted and then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. In any type of business, not just wrestling. As hot as wrestling is right now. I don't yeah. know that it's that hot. What we're watching. No, it's not. 
I mean, we're, I know we're working on getting there, but I don't think we're here yet. No, I can't wait to hear this promo. Let's take a listen. Giant was just shooting on him. I can still jump. Let's listen. You know, there's a lot of things going on here tonight. Yeah. I just watched my good friend Hollywood Hogan run out the back door. What does he mean? What do you mean run out the... I don't know. Because Hollywood knows he wants no part of Big Sexy. It looks to me like it's going to be a long night for Piper. Hogan got to him, and the the law got a hold of his buddy George Michaels last week. But the real mystery to me is where the macho man stands in all this. I thought for sure I'd see him here tonight, but I haven't seen anything of the Macho Man. So the way I look at things, since Hogan's not in the building, and I know Sting is, and since I just Gots to know. I just gots to know, Sting. If Hollywood wasn't there last Monday night, I got a real good feeling I'd have the gold around this sexy waist right now. Well, S, can you shall receive? So, wielding a bat, here comes the heavyweight champion of the world. And James J. Dillon in tow. <laughs> Just to give everybody the proper context, this would be right before Raw is about to start. So you don't want people to be switching the channels. This is right. really strong for the first hour. Oh, he took the mic right. You want to have a world title match? I want you to have a world title match. You want to have that world title match tonight? Yeah, tonight. I want you to have it tonight. Oh, yeah. I want you to have that shot tonight. You want to do it? You want the bat? You can take my bat. Here, I want you to have my bat. All right, guys, come on, guys, please. Hey, 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 no, wait, wait, hey. Oh, 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 oh. Sting is living. Please, guys. No, 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 wait. He's, he's too living. Don't give, don't give Nash the bat. No, 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 wait. No, no. Guys, WCW still makes the matches. If you guys are insistent on Russell, it can't be now. You'll have to be in tonight's main event if this has got to take place. You can wrestle title match tonight. But not now. I got one last thing to say. I'm tired of you bitching about that stupid powerbomb. You want that powerbomb reinstated? You can reinstate it tonight because I want you to reinstate it. 
Uh, J.J. won't do that, he said. Stand your ground. It's against my better judgment, but if you say he can do it, I guess I can't stop it. All right, a title match, tonight's main event, and the Power Bombs League. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Well, why do you agree to that? That's what Sting oh, wants. You got the bat sold out spring stampede. There'll be no bat tonight. You got your title match. You got the Power Bomb. What more do you want? So, Phantom. Hey, man, that's a pretty good angle. That's a nice way to set up the main event. And, uh, I, I think this is well done. Like I know I we were too. thinking we were going to watch this and be able to poke holes in it. Look at, look at that sting just running around crotch chopping. Yeah. Dude, the I, fans uh, are hot for this. This is a great segment. I don't, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, how do we lose in the ratings? They, 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 cause this is as good as it gets. It really is. As far as a hyping a match to come. Really good stuff here. Great segment. This is a fun nitro so far, man. I'm digging it. Maybe we should have said, uh, in hindsight, we should have won the title match. Let's take a break. Come back. We'll have it instead of waiting to the end of the, you know, well, I think you want to counter program raw, you know, right. That's what I'm saying is now they say, okay, click. We'll come back. Cause that'll be the main event. Let's go to raw in hindsight. But the thing is they didn't, they watched the main event on the other channel. They still watched that's what's crazy is as good as this That's is what, Vince and, and Austin were somehow hotter. And this is this right here is WCW in a nutshell, a real angle that felt real. And now we're going to go to cartoon glacier. And that's why we should have probably gone with the match instead of going to this, this is click. Uh-huh. Hey, by the way, uh, we like to give a little context. You want to guess what the number one movie in the world was? 98. Yep. Uh, no Titanic. Oh, well, of course you just heard a reference from uh, Kevin Nash about George Michael. That's because yeah. he had just been arrested in a public bathroom for a lewd act. I, I think it involved his penis mate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all my life, uh, by, uh, Casey and Jojo was the number one song in the U S okay. I, that tells you that, uh, music was the shits back then. You don't, you don't like all my life. I, I didn't care that much for nineties music. I didn't either. I, I liked hooting the blowfish. Um, well, this is at, the song. Does it, does this ring a bell? Let me click around. Here. No. Yeah, that's some, uh, yeah, that's geez. for girls. Yeah, uh, at at my house, at my house, it was constant, in sync and Backstreet Boys. Oh yeah, I know all your boys loved them. No, my I know. <laughs> <laughs> my, you know, my boys during this era loved country music. They loved Garth Brooks and country Alan was hot Jackson. right here. Yeah, it was real yeah. hot. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Uh, I want to remind everybody, uh, Antonio Inoki had his retirement match in front of 70,000 fans at the Tokyo dome. Just about a week prior to this, he would beat Don Fry. And before that Tatsumi Fujinami beat Kensuke Sasaki for the IWGP heavyweight championship. All Japan is on tour with the champion carnival 98 over in ECW. Rob Van Dam had just beat uh, bam, bam Bigelow to become the television champ. And they're building towards WrestlePalooza 98 where Shane Douglas is going to be defending against Al snow who got over like Rover with the head gimmick that would go down in your old stomping grounds in Marietta, Georgia cop mm-hmm. County convention center. Uh, the UK only event mayhem in Manchester, which is a WWF pay-per-view, but only for that part of the world was about a week prior to this. Uh, one week prior to this exactly is when X-Pac returned to the WWF and, uh, this is, as you've heard, the go home edition of Nitro. So we get ready for Spring Stampede, which has Sting and Randy Savage for the world title, Raven and DDP for the U.S. title, Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash taking on Piper and the Giant and a baseball bat on a pole match. Lots of fun stuff here, man, in, in, in AWA country, if you will. You mentioned Carnival 98. Champion Carnival that, 98. Well, uh, All Japan. That's, that's an event. That's yeah. an event, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I ask Eddie oh. Kingston about it when you see him. Okay. I'm sure he'll know all about it. He, he, he knows all about it. I just, for some reason, I thought a guy was called carnival. Hey, let me, <laughs> yeah. let me ask you this. Okay. Um, when did you, per- do you remember the day and time when you personally decided to start fucking with Eddie Kingston? Um, yeah, I sure do. Okay. Cause I just want to hear more about that because Everybody listening to this program knows that you personally fucked him around and cost him his ring of honor world championship match. Like, I mean, what the fuck else does Claudio Castagnoli need? Like Eddie Kingston is the true people's champ. He's a man of the people. He's the guy who deserved to get his hand raised. And you personally take your little goddamn pencil and your little notebook and you find a way to fuck with a, with a true great American Patriot like Eddie Kingston. Let me text you Tony Khan's number. I'm going to, first I'm going to text, oh, then let me text you this. Okay. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, sincerely, you guys are on a roll, man. You had that really fun ring of honor show and and Vikingo and commander tore it up. Uh, Mark Briscoe, unfortunately was not successful in his quest to beat Samoa Joe. Sadly, Mm -hmm. Eddie Kingston did not beat Claudio Castagnoli. And then you announced Wembley and then you had a battle of the belts. This is one of the biggest weeks in AEW history, man. I thought we had a very good, uh, Friday night live with a double header. Yeah. Uh, we were at, uh, we were at the university of Rhode Island and in, in Kingston, Rhode Island, never had gone there before. 
Uh, we had a very good crowd, and the building was so nice to us. It was it was truly a great night for us in, in many ways. Now, there are probably many of you out there that say, oh, I didn't really like some of the matches in Battle of the Belts. I got it. You know what? Go fuck yourself. But it was a it was a great night for us. It really was. We were so happy after the show was over that we had uh, that we had such a good show, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I just, uh, you know, you brought up Eddie Kingston's name, who I have so much love for. Just he's the dude, man. And he is. He's one of my. He's, he really is one of my favorites of all time, and I have a lot of favorites uh, in this business. Obviously, Arn Anderson's one of them because he and I have been friends for a long time. But you asked me the first time I fucked with around with Eddie Kingston was the first time I met him. I may have told you that story because he came in, remember, to face Cody. Yes. And the open challenge yes. for the uh, TNT title, and he was back in Cody's room there at, at Daly's place, and. He went, I walked in, Cody said, Hey, this is Eddie Kingston. Uh, he's going to be wrestling me tonight. And I stuck up my hand. I said, Eddie, great to have you here. Don't fuck up tonight. And I walked out and Eddie will tell you the story. He said, oh, okay, got it. This is how Shivani is. Yes. So that started our relationship, which has been great ever since then. Um, I, 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 I made a point to tell him all that. I told Warhorse that. I told uh, who else was in the open challenge? Ricky Starks, if you'll recall, he came in for the open challenge. That open challenge made some dudes. Yeah, it's well, boy, did it ever. There's the tap by Glacier, uh, who, by the way, is uh, a part of the Nightmare Factory. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's crazy how small the world is, isn't it, Tony? Yeah, wrestling wise. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, QT, uh, and Cody have quite a place down in Madonna, McDonough and, uh, obviously uh, Billy Gunn's part of it. I, if you, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I want to train to be a wrestler, that's the place to go. That's the place to go. It is. QT it's- knows more about pro wrestling than in the ring than people have forgotten about that's the place to go. Not just that, but he also knows, uh, people in the industry. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. Yeah. I want to give a shout out, uh, to, to, uh, to buff Bagwell cutting a promo here as we're seeing a recap from thunder, you know, buff has, uh, he's become one of wrestling's latest, greatest success stories, man. He's turned his life all the way around. I, I, I hear it almost on a weekly basis, people having great experiences with buff. I'm, I'm super proud to hear that he's pulled the nose up on that thing. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, when you get later in life, you get to realize that you have more years behind you than you have in front of you. And you, you do a lot of thinking about your life and it's good. Some people take it the right way. Some people take it the wrong way. He's taking it the right way and trying to do the. Make the best out of his life. That's good. Proud for him, man. Proud for him. And here you see, you guys are starting hour two now. Uh, you see the uh, pyro and you guys are resetting back at the desk. So now you're officially head to head with Monday night Raw. So now's where we really start cooking with gas. And uh, when we take our next commercial <clears throat> break here on nitro, we're going to take one here, me and you, Tony. 
I am I, for some reason I continue to get behind here. I don't I don't know why that is. Okay, so uh, do you think you've been downloading too much porn over there and it's fucked up your internet? No. Or can you be sure though? Yes. I don't download porn. Hey, oh, you just stream it. I don't even look at it. Right. Why I would don't. you? No, I get it. I mean, shit, it's well, bad for you, especially on no, Easter. Well, of course it, of course it's bad for you, but yeah. Uh, why, am so, why am I so behind you? I mean, why? Anyway, go cause, ahead. Cause you're not good at this. Hey, I, I want to mention, um, July 12th, there's going to be a dynamite live in Saskatoon. Yeah. And, uh, over the weekend, a big match was announced. Swerve is going to be wrestling Nick Wayne, who will be making his AEW debut because that's the day he will have officially turned 18 years old. So that's the the first dynamite. Once Nick Wayne is officially 18 years old, going to be on AEW dynamite. That's a pretty big deal. Yes, it is. What a great story Uh, too. Uh, speaking of 18 year olders, we, uh, just signed another 18 year older. Did you know that? I did not. I, I, I really, I really honestly thought that Jay white was a little older than that. No, he accomplished so much. Oh yeah. Yeah. The girl that wrestled, uh, oh man, girl that wrestled. Jay. I can't wait to tell my group chat. Why is that? Well, cause Scott in my group chat makes it a point. Anytime he catches anyone looking at Billy Starks inappropriately. Mm-hmm to take a screen grab or take a photo and post it to our group to shame them and yell. She's not even 18. She's 18 now. Well, now we can go in the group chat and tell Scott to collectively fuck off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just like to tell people to fuck off. That's- By the way, I want to give a shout out to, um, legendary That's legendary uh, that's the now home of uh, all things Jeff Jewett. Uh, we talked about how he now lives in a van down by the river, has a stripper pole in it, and uh, living his best life, man. What was that about? I was. Uh, that's uh, just our theme song uh, of of going to Saskatoon. Oh, okay. Have you ever heard this one? That's a great band. Uh, guess who from uh, Winnipeg? Who is it? Guess who? I mean, I just did. I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I'm not familiar. Who is it? It's guess who buddy. I'm telling you, I wasn't alive when the song was made. I can't guess. I don't okay. fucking know. I'm asking who is it? The name of the band is guess who? Well, fuck you, Tony. I've told you three or four times. I wasn't alive when the song came out. I don't fucking know. Is this, is this in star Wars too? Cause I don't this know is, that stuff. This is running back to Saskatoon. Okay. This is where Tony plays more of the song that we can't play here on YouTube. Sorry about that, but you can look it up. Uh, it's guess who something, something Saskatoon. I don't know. I asked Tony, I guess. There you go. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. I might there actually you. listen to that later. 
Yeah. Name of the band is guess who? Uh, are you in the loop on the last Mr. Big? Uh, I'm sorry. No, he's an Alabama rapper. Poor he, uh, he got shot. Now he has a diamond in his eye. He's no longer with us. I mean, he's dead. Okay. Sorry. But here's a little sample. I've down in the Maysville News Center, KBD, the artist known as Mr. Big, were to be released from prison today and has caused an upride in the prison system. I had a chance to speak with him today, and I asked him, why did you do the things man, you did? You would be revoked face, in three man. months. This is where I played Trial Time by Mr. Big for Tony Schiavone, but I can't play it on the program because YouTube will strike it. So go through it in your Google machine. Trial Time by The Last Mr. Big. Started selling dope back in 1986. I bought a Cadillac and put them things on that bitch. The brains blowed out with the white leather seats. Femas feeding for that butter, cause that other shit is weak. I was only 17, had the neighborhood hook. Had them still out they crib, cause my crack tastes like ribs. I'm had them still out they cribs, cause my crack tastes like ribs. Where are you gonna get wordsmithing one. like that outside of Alabama? You're not. <laughs> You're not. The one thing that I heard that I, I just may use it. What? Let's go down to the ring. The Tony Schiavone. I'm staring at the ring. I said, get that goddamn camera out of my face. <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, if you are between the age of 35 and 45 and you grew uh -huh. up in the South, right? And you start, I started selling dope back in 1986. Everyone my age knows the next line. It's amazing. I bought a Cadillac and put them things on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we just, I'm telling you, you play that around anybody 35 to 45 in the South. They know it. Oh God. Hey, they're taking a break. We should too, Tony. Uh, I'm going to stop it down at 5520. There it is. We're going to take this time out. To talk about our friends at HensonShaving.com. Tony Schiavone, cut the shit. But don't cut your face. Thanks to Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that's made parts, made parts, easy for me to say, for the International Space Station and the Mars Rover. And now they're bringing that same precision engineering to your face. They're using aerospace-grade CNC machines. That allow Henson to make metal razors that are just 0.0013 inches. That's less than the thickness of a human hair, y'all. It also means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. It also has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. What I like best about this is it's a standard dual edge, old school blade gives you the old school feel. However, it's just 0.0013 inches. So it gives you the benefits of new school tech. This is the last razor you'll ever need. Once you own the razor, it's only going to cost you three to $5 to replace the blades. That's not three to $5 a week. That's not three to $5 a month. That's not three to $5 a quarter. That's three to $5 a year. Here's the difference. If you shave every day, it's $5 a year, but right now we've got a special offer for them. Don't we, Tony? Yeah, we do. And let me say before we talk about the special offer, I'm getting a second one. Yeah. I'm getting the, the Henson stand too, to put your, uh, I've got it. I got on. one. I love it. You got the stand. Yes. Yeah, that's great. 
Uh, the the one I'm ordering for the road is a blue one because I got that silver one at home. I've got three. I've got a silver. I've got a black, and I got like that copper look. So I got one in yeah. my travel bag, one at home, and one at the office. I even got my. I mean, my barber got their own. Jamie at the office has one. My dad has one. This is the best razor I've ever had, dude. Yeah. You know what I like is because one of the things I like about it is that when you tighten it up and it's the blade presses and is at the perfect angle for your shave. Yes. The perfect angle for your shave. Yes. It just, it's, it's just, it's unbelievable. And it's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to razors that'll last you a lifetime. Visit Henson Shaving dot com slash whw to pick the razor for you make sure to use the code whw and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor just make sure to add them to your cart that's 100 free blades let me repeat that 100 free blades when you head to h-e-n-s-o-n-s-h-a-v-i-n-g.com slash whw and use code whw Please go check it out. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. I'm not going to tell you how much it is. You got to see for yourself, but understand that you're getting two years worth of razors for free. And this is the last razor you'll ever need. So it's a one-time investment and it's cheaper than you imagine two years free worth of razors. And then after that, just three to $5 a year. Uh, you heard Tony mentioned the jet black. They got steel blue. They got tan. I got the copper and I have aircraft aluminum. Is that not just a fucking cool name? This stuff is so cool, man. I'm telling you, I love it. You will too. Hensonshaving.com. Be sure to use the promo code WHW. Tony, let's get back to it. I'm at 5520. You guys are going to commercial. Let's take a look in here in three, two, one, play. We are back, and you are looking back live at the Target Center as they're standing and waiting on one of our feature bouts. And tonight, still to come, it's going to be. Kevin Nash of the NWO against Sting for the world title with the power bomb reinstated. And here he comes, undaunted, a man who will not let the bantering by Buff Bagwell get to him, the one and only Lex Luger, guys. There he is, Lenny Lane's big brother. I was thinking the same thing. Same hair, right? Dude, it was a missed opportunity. <laughs> it sure was. Should have just had Lenny jumping around behind him. Would have got over I know. So what do you think of Mr. Big? Now that you've heard Mr. Big, I can't believe I, I, didn't make down you, in the I didn't make you sing that back in the day. That would have been hot for you. Yeah. No, but it was funny. Yeah. I had, I'm still at the crib cause my crack tastes like ribs. <laughs> it's a great line. And he's no longer with us. No, he, uh, no longer with us mm. passed away just a handful of years ago. Uh, I think you've probably just in passing, even though you won't acknowledge that you've heard it, you've heard the three, six mafia song popping my collar and that's him no. on the, on the chorus. No. Yeah. No. Uh, you, you, you say you haven't heard it, but you have. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying you played it on purpose in your car. I know that didn't happen. Yeah. But it, it was a big song once upon a time. You couldn't avoid can it. We do, can we do a time code check here to make sure where the hell I am? Uh, listen, Tony, if you want, we'll just shut the whole fucking show down. No, no. I'm worried about my computer, man. It's dead. Your computer's dead. I, no, I just, I spent a lot of money on this computer. Well, uh, you pissed Dude. it away. Downloading porn 57, no. 10, 11, 12, yeah, 13. So where the thing thing? I think Silva's doing something to fuck us up here. How is Silva doing anything? 
Well, he's running this. He's running this whole thing. You Silva's consistently running. tell me Silva does nothing. Well, so how no, is he doing true. something you know that's now? True. I think Silva's a hardworking you, cat. Your your whole your whole whack pack doesn't do shit. Well, this said to a guy who can't even keep up time. You know, <laughs> you don't even know where the fuck we are, and you're talking shit. I love it so much. By the way, I, I, I'll be honest. I think this show's kind of gone downhill. We got Scott Steiner versus fit Finley. And then we had sting and Kevin Nash, that interaction. But outside of that, it's sort of been, eh, yes, it has. And you know what? It's, it's armchair quarterback and I got it, but the, the Nash and sting thing was cool. Yes. But then they go to glacier. Yeah. That was a miss. Okay. That was a big miss. Yeah. It, it should have, it should have been, we're coming back with sting and Kevin Nash. And then have them wrestle a couple of segments. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's holler at the, uh, the chat right now. Josh fields right. 22 wants to say one of my favorite things about Tony is his ability to do an awesome intro. He always made nitro feel like a big deal. Even if the show wound up being a sack of shit. Yeah. Well, that's our job, right? Yeah. You do it every Friday. Uh, coach no, Rosie, don't. you don't get tuned up and say it's going to be I a good I, show. I, and all I don't, I don't, I don't open up the show on Fridays. JR does. He's talking about the open of the show. Yeah. Welcome. You're right. Okay. I forgot. They need that, that Friday show to be good. So they have JR do it. <clears throat> coach Rosie says, uh, hashtag ask Tony. Is it possible to have a no hitter in a seven, five game? It only happens in Alabama. Did you hear about this? No, I did not over the weekend. This is real. The I'm Huntsville sure. trash pandas uh-huh. had the first no hitter of call uh, of, uh, of minor league ball this year, mm-hmm. but lost five to seven at seven to five, whatever. Uh, wow. But it is possible. They hit I mean, a bunch of pitchers. They walk some motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, have a uh, bases loaded and the ball go between the legs of the shortstop and two run score. Of course, of course it is. Look, look, look at Lex Luger mocking buff Bagwell. Hey, you know, b- by the way, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm back to watch. I'm back to watching baseball now. Are you? Yeah. Got, got a subscription to MLB. And I've been watching a lot of Yankee games because you, you can't, did you know that because I don't have cable, I cannot watch the Atlanta Braves at the house. What do you mean? Well, the Braves are on like the Bally network, which is like, you know, it's, it's, it's a network that's on its ass. It's lost money. It's, it's uh file for bankruptcy. Anyway, I've got YouTube TV. I don't have cable, right? Right. Right. Me I too. cut the cord. And that Bally is not on YouTube TV. And if you have the MLB package, you can't watch your hometown team. You can only watch your hometown team on the local network. So I can't watch the Atlanta Braves. So I'm here, I'm watching Yankees and then the Oakland A's play. And, but anyway, so I'm back to watching baseball. Uh, and that's neither here nor there after I decided I would never watch baseball again. So it looks like you can get it on a, uh, Direct TV stream. I don't have direct TV. A Fubo TV stream. A Hulu plus live TV stream. Oh, you can get it on there? A Sling TV stream. Oh, wait, no, it says you can watch it on uh, YouTube TV. 
Oh no. Then it says you don't, it can't. Yeah. All right. Give me a time code here. I'm worried about my, Oh computer. Jesus. One hour, one hour. Oh, two. No. Three. One, 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 33, Buff Bagwell is bouncing up and down on the throat of Lex Luger. Okay. I, 101, I 41, what, 42. This is really, this is really disconcerting. This is it's bad news for my, well, maybe it's the internet. Maybe it's not, not my computer. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll just go with yours and we'll just talk shit like we always do. Oh, oh, I got something. I got something else to tell you. Um, I, uh, uh, I went to an event in Rhode Island the day before our show. And it was a show about, uh, it was an event up for Parkinson's and, uh, it was really to honor Dean Malenko as much as anything else. Cause you know, D- Dean has Parkinson's. Right. And, um, it was a great event. It was for the American Parkinson's disease association. I think APDA is what it's called. Uh, and, um, Dean was honored. I was, uh, I, I stood, I was up on stage with Dean and where he, uh, talked about having Parkinson's and what a great attitude Dean Malenko has about this disease. And, and certainly Parkinson's has affected many, many people and many, you know, there's a lot of, uh, performers out there who have it. Neil Diamond has it. Oh, uh, did you know that? No. Um, yeah. And so anyway, so, uh, we were honored, uh, by, uh, a member of the uh, Rhode Island, uh, house of representatives who gave us each a, 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 um, a certificate and he handed me my certificate and he says, yes, I'm a politician, uh, but I'm not one of the bad politicians. And then he said, make sure you mention me on your podcast with Conrad. What? <laughs> How about that? So we got politicians listening to the show that listen to us. I told Lois, I said, you know, uh, it's all walks of life. Listen to us. Have mercy. Isn't that something? I mean, I, I, I was it, saying have mercy about the nitro girls. Have mercy. Oh, you know, I'm not these even are, close. These to are some good the, outfits. I'm not even close to being at the nitro girl. By the way, uh, that's a new shirt. Have mercy, which is spelled H a M M E R C Y ham mercy. Squish them together. Ham mercy. How Give me a that? time code. How about fuck yourself, Tony? <laughs> Just straight up. Fuck yourself. It's one Oh four 58, 59, one Oh five, one Oh five Oh one, one Oh five. I was a minute and a half behind. You've always been a minute and a half behind. You ever, so. you ever meet a girl? I'm just <laughs> yes. asking, um, mm. like, do you identify as left-handed or right-handed? 
I'm sorry. Do what? Are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm right-handed. Can you write with your left hand? No. Can you bat either way? Can you bat left or right? Uh, baseball. Can you bat left or right? Or just, just right-handed? No. <sighs> Why? Um, when you take matters into your own hands, you use your right hand or your left hand. Uh, I don't take matters in my own hands anymore. Back when you did in the seventies. I, I don't know. Uh, are you having a stroke right now? Or are we going to give you a Parkinson's <laughs> award next season? What, what's happening? I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think what, where you're going with this is I'm, I, I'm trying to figure out if you've ever ran across a girl who was ambidextrous. She could do it with either hand. Oh no, I've not. Yeah. Well, they're special. Okay. Look at, look at Jericho. This is peak Jericho to me. 1998 Jericho is my favorite Jericho. He ran down the ramp, Tony. I know you'll see it in a minute and a half. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to reboot these goddamn computers every now and again, right? Well, if I reboot this computer, then you're going to, I'm going to drop off here. I don't mean now. I mean, I, before we click record, you son of a bitch. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm lost today. I don't know. And this is Dave Silva's fault. How was that? How was your computer fucking up? Dave Silva's fault. It Dave Silva's fault because he is his uh, stream is is too fast. He's not streaming it for us. I'm watching on my computer. You're well, your watching computer, on your computer. Well, your computer's too fast. Fuck directly off. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> I think Jericho here. He's about to wrestle Super Calo. You'll see it tomorrow. Okay. Um, but he's got the mic. Here we go. First of all, welcome to Monday night, Jericho. Oh yeah. You're darn tootin'. Secondly, you're darn tootin'. You're not <laughs> super callow. Uh, no, this isn't super callow. This is Prince Nakamaki wearing a horrible super callow costume, trying to pull the wool. Over all your eyes, trying to pull the wool over my eyes, but it's not going to work, Prince. So what I want you to do, Dickinson, is take off his mask and show everybody, because I guarantee, and you can trust me when I say this, I promise that that is not super callow. You're not super callow, pal. Yo no soy Prince Ayuka. Yo soy super callow. Vamos. Okay, okay. He just told me in pigeon Spanish that he's Prince Iakea. He's mocking all of you, and he's mocking me too. So Dickinson, take off his mask, show his face, and I'll prove to you that he's Nakamaki. Saddle. No, he wanted the attention turned away, and he used the referee. To he's whipping his ass with the belt on, and I love it. Did he say pigeon Spanish? Yes, he did. <laughs> You going to use that on nitro? I mean, on dynamite? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Just in case. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right. Going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to. Be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever 
you listen. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I've been talking about our representative from Rhode Island. Didn't mention his name. David Morales is his name. Shout out to David Morales, my new favorite yeah. politician. Yeah, Representative David Morales from District 7, Providence, Rhode Island, a part of the House of Representatives in Rhode Island. Only 25 years old, and he's been elected. Oh, wow. 25 years old. Mm -hmm. Man. Why is he listening to us? We're watching shit that came out when he was born. Tony's computer's completely frozen. This is what Tony looks like. This is what happens when you don't update your computer, boys and girls. Get a good fucking look at that. That's what happens. He'll be back with us eventually. In the meantime, why don't we catch up and see, you know what? We'll wait. We'll wait. And instead, maybe we should hot tag one of our, uh, <laughs> no Silva. I did not say DDP has Parkinson's, um, Josh fields recommends I'd call him Mr. Taker. They can make fun of me all they want. Taker tells me to call him something different. I will then. That's actually a great point. Uh, Darren Staley says, did Tony ever buff buffs bag? Well, no, but as we've heard on a few occasions, he would occasionally get a little hot tag for a little shaving partner. I wonder if, yeah, as a matter of fact, I think I will. I'm going to gift buff Bagwell a Henson shaving gimmick. Uh, here's Bryant. Bryant wants to know hashtag ask Tony. If you're so worried, why don't you use that sweet, sweet Tony Khan money to update your equipment again? That's actually a great call. And I suspect he will be, uh, oh my God. Oh my God. I told, I told you this is all fucked up here today. It's your fault. It's your fault. Now you're having a repeat. Come what are you doing? Head. What are you doing? Give me a, give me a time code. Please. Change your settings. Change your settings. <laughs> it's repeating. It's Tony. repeating Tony. I don't want to keep doing echoes. Echoes. Hit the button, Hit Tony. The button, Tony. It's on no. your board. It's on your board. Everyone you can hear, hear, me hear me twice. Twice. Okay. You got me in the goddamn me loop. Me in the God I'm in a vortex. That? That's better. Does that sound better? Yeah. You just okay. had to press that one button. You motherfucker. You. Okay. There we We're go. We're at one eleven twenty two twenty three twenty four. Did Hi. you, did you reboot? No, the, the, we had a power surge. So there. Everything Sorry. about the state of Georgia sucks a dick. Yeah. <laughs> One hour, 11 minutes, 43, 44, 45, 46. Got it. Uh, super Calo in Jericho. Yeah. Maybe we can watch How's the match it? now. How's everybody doing today? Well, we've been better. <laughs> we've been better. I'll tell you what, though. It could be worse. It could be Marty Janetti. Have you been keeping up with old Marty Janetti? Uh, no, no. I, I, uh, I depend on you for that. We're going to do a, a weekly segment here on the program where we keep okay. up a little check-in with Marty. Okay. Let's do it. When I first got started in wrestling. I was a slut. I've gotten better with age. Now I'm just a hoe. LOL dot, dot, dot BTW. That kid had no idea what he was about to experience. Dot, dot, dot fuck dot, dot, dot LOL. Okay. He's uh. you gonna do another one. Yeah. Here we go. 
You do this one. Uh, here's what I'm trying to tell you. Y'all ask why they act better than us, meaning the wrestlers you pay to go see. Because you can be assholes. Don't know how to do how to do right. We are you. How would you be? You know, HBK once told me before he and I made a big, he said, I don't understand you. You go against everything I was taught. You're not supposed to mingle with the fans, them fans. They're fans, not us. You fuck it up. You're uh, supposed to be glory. How are you going to be that if you mingle with them ticket buyers? Because they my. Oh, it, it continues. They my people, Sean. They didn't grow up with the provincial silver spoon in they mouth. Rich boy, these my people. Eat a dick if you can't understand that. <laughs> but I guess my question is, what would you like me to be? If decent, I'll try. If asshole, you may not get to say goodbye to your moms. I've been trying to live for you, for us. Even though I'm old now, I got shit coming that you will like. Just stop fucking with me before you make me go to jail forever. I'm going to try to give a fuck, Jack. This is the last time, though. I think Marty's having seizures. <laughs> I think uh, we're going to hear from Bret Hart again. You know, there's all kinds of guys that I've come to respect. You know, I respect Chris Benoit, always did. You got the Giant, I respect him. You know, I respect DDP. You know, there's just some guys you just come to really respect them. But I think the guy I trust the most or respect the most is, uh, is Sting for what he's done and how he's taken on the NWO. And I just want to say to Sting, you know, if you ever need me, if there's ever a situation where you need me, please just call me because I'll be there. So how about this, man? Just like a, a love affair with, uh, with Bret Hart on this show. Yeah. It's odd. Oh man. Van Hammer's coming to the ring. And that makes me think we should take a time out. I'm going to hit it at, uh, one fifteen ten. Okay. Maybe you'll get there in a minute and a half. I'll be there. There it is. We'll take that time out right now to talk about our friends at athletic greens. Listen, I started taking AG one every day because I didn't want to wind up like Marty Jannetty. Uh, I wanted a pill and vitamin that actually tasted great. I didn't feel like I had the time. I wanted better gut health, more energy. I wanted to optimize my immune system. And now with one delicious scoop of AG one buddy, I'm getting 75 high quality vitamins, the minerals, the whole food source, superfoods, the probiotics and the adaptogens. Everything I need to start my day, right now. I'm a yucker. Uh, this special blend of ingredients is going to support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your focus, your recovery, your aging, all of the things. And the rumor is it's even good for your taint. Tony, uh, it's lifestyle really? friendly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I'll be honest. I have, I've been doing it for a while. And my wife remarked the other day. My taint is better than ever. You know, my Jesus zipper down yonder. And I think a lot of that is because of AG one. Well, now, whether you're trying to do keto or paleo, or maybe you're vegan or dairy or gluten-free, well, there's less than one gram of sugar here. There's no GMOs. There's no nasty chemicals. There's no artificial anything. And somehow, somehow, some way this shit still tastes good y'all. And normally I think if it tastes good, they better pump it full of a bunch of artificial bullshit. That is not the case here. You're going to sleep better. You're going to have better, better recovery, better mental clarity, better alertness, and a shiny new taint, uh, over 7,000 five-star reviews. Get your taint straight with a G one. We've got a special offer. Tell them about it, Tony. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health and your taint. To make it easy, Athletic Greens are going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five, count them, five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash WHW. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash WHW to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Take care of your taint, folks. Athleticgreens.com slash WHW. Tony, let's get back to it here. Speaking of taint, here comes Van Hammer. Uh, he taint a star and well, there you go. Uh, one hour, 15 minutes, 10 seconds in three, two, one play. But before we get there, we'll let the fans know next week. That is not this Thursday, but next week, Nitro, of course, as we talked about, we'll come to everybody from Colorado Springs. And then we are going to have thunder on a Wednesday night next week. Wednesday, April 22nd at the Carolina Coliseum in the state capital of South Carolina, Columbia. Tickets available at the Carolina Coliseum box office on Capitol ticket outlets. And in the month of May, Thunder will be in Durham, New Hampshire at the Whittemore Center box office. So check that out. We got Saturn coming to the ring to take on Van Hammer. Kidman slides in the between them, mm-hmm. jumps the rail. He's trying to say, guys, you don't understand win or lose. I'm still getting Tory Wilson. Y'all are getting nothing. <laughs> and then they <laughs> beal him out of there. Yeah. Any, any, he could have walked up to the announce desk yeah. and said, I'm getting Tory Wilson. And we would have stood up and thrown him down. Yeah. Everybody would. It, everybody would. Hey, by the way, yeah. did you see Stacey Keebler as a hall of famer now? Uh, in the WWE. Yep. Uh, good for her. Uh, did you watch the, I didn't see the ceremonies. Was she there for the ceremonies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She gave a speech. How'd she look? How'd she look? Like it was 1999. We had with us one of the most beautiful women ever. To me, it's like, here's what it's like. Okay. Okay. The most beautiful women ever yep. to me. Stacy Keebler's in there. Don't you agree? Oh yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Is one of them. Um, Wait, what are you saying? Right, the musician? No, J Lo. Yeah, she's a singer, Tony. Don't you think she's one of those beautiful women ever? I thought you're talking about WCW. You just mean on Earth? On Earth, yes. Oh no, she's not even top a hundred. J Lo's not top a hundred. No, you are out of your ever loving redneck fat ass mind. All right, fuck you too. Yeah, not even top hundred. Okay, I, w- I want to see. Uh, uh, Never have I ever cranked my tractor to Jennifer okay. Lopez. Okay, give me the, once. give me the, give me the, some of the most beautiful women on earth. Lindsay Pelas, number one. Who is she? What the fuck is, is wrong with is you? She, is she one of your porn stars that you whack off to? No. Okay. She's an OnlyFans star. Uh, no, see, where just you kidding. Going? She's not. Uh, she's okay. like an influencer chick. How do you okay. not know who Lindsay Pelas is? I don't know. Just Lindsay type this Pelis? in your type this in your gimmick. I'm not going to type anything in because I want to stay. If There's, I type something in, I'm going to get behind. Do it on your phone. Video. Okay. L i n d s e y. And last name is P e l a s. Just throw that in your goddamn Google image and then talk your shit. P e l a s. Yeah. 
Jennifer, not even close. Jennifer Lopez no, not can even, fuck off. Not even close. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yes, I'm seeing what you're seeing. I'm seeing a, a blonde girl with gigantic boobs and a face that uh, has been reconstructed over and over again. Oh, yeah. Jennifer lips, Lopez lips is all are, natural. Lips that are f- full of collagen. Oh, I get it. I know what's going on here. You love blondes and I love brunettes. Oh, okay. That's all right. All right. Well, let's look. What about Margot Robbie? Margot Robbie. You don't know about her. And no, is she got an only fans thing? No, she's one of the, she was in all your fucking stupid comic book movies too. Oh, Margot Robbie. Oh yes. Yes. I agree. She's one of the most beautiful. Fucking yeah. amazing. Yes. I saw her in uh Wolf of wall street and lost my goddamn mind. But you don't put Jennifer Lopez in that? Fuck no. Not in top one, not in the top two, 200. She's top five. No. Of all time. No. How about Scarlett Johansson? She's up there. Yeah. Kate Upton's up there. Okay. Man, look how skinny uh, our referee is here. Mm, Mark know. Curtis. Jeez. Brian Hildebrand's uh, looking kind of gaunt here, bud. I miss when he had the, the mullet, the big hair. Yeah. Listen, let's talk about something that we can all agree on. Marty Jannetty's the man. Uh, they're going to commercial. We're still with us. We got more Marty. We do. And not for nothing. Last night I was given an ultimatum from one of my ladies. I actually want to keep dot, dot, dot. Won't mention the name because then the chicken heads, chicken head fighting starts dot, dot. She said. She'd go against her standards. If I cut my girls down to three, she'll stick around. Dot, dot. I actually thought about it. Which ones to cut loose. Then realized, hell no, I didn't ask her to cut back. It's a help to me that she has two other guys. Dot, dot. So I said, wherever you're leaving to, do you guys need a ride? LOL. She hung up and hasn't called back yet. LOL. She'll be back. Guaranteed misspelled as Kurt Henning, AKA Mr. Perfect used to say, quote, no brags, just facts. LOL loves and misses you. Kurt RIP exclamation point. We're going to check in with Marty every week now. See what he's up to. How old is Marty right now? Old enough to know better. Uh, <laughs> he's 63 years old. God bless him, huh? Still getting after it. Yep. You know, right before WrestleMania, he had denied that, um, he, uh, ever did gay things with Shawn Michaels. Okay. I guess that was a part supposed to be a part of Joey Janela's spring break, him to come out and talk about his sexual escapades with Shawn Michaels. And, uh, yeah. then he decided to just spoil it and just give it away for free on Facebook. Mm. Spill the beans. Speaking I found out what my, what my problem is with my, uh, internet here. How did you thumb up your ass? No. If I, if I click off and go to another, uh, program. Yeah. Or, or another tab on my computer. It fucks you up. It stops. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably cause you got that, uh, that Apple IIe over there. Yeah. So I'm going to Goldberg just another. threw Rocco rock three quarters of the way across the ring. Yeah. Right. Rocco rocks doing what he can to make Goldberg look good here. Do you remember, uh, our, our pal over on Twitter pointed out that there was almost an inference that after Goldberg got electrocuted with the shock stick, 
Cause they talked about how it could take down a 2000 pound animal and do permanent long-term damage to a human being and blah, blah, blah. It was kind of insinuated that perhaps when Goldberg got hit with the shock stick, he shit his pants. Really? Do you think that could have been followed up on? I would have loved to have seen an expose about whether or not he shit his pants. You mean followed up on, uh, Nitro. back then? Yeah. Back yeah, yeah. Then? yeah. No, that wouldn't have worked. Why not? What would it, it would have made him. Well, hang on. Let me ask you this. What did you do with him after the shock stick that did work? Uh, nothing. So why not talk about his dookie drawers? Goldberg shit his pants is a shirt available now over at LoisRules.com. And as you may okay, recall, so- uh, that was a, at the end, that was at the big WCW show in 98, the big WWF show in 97 was WrestleMania and Sid did in fact shit his pants in the main event of WrestleMania 13 against the undertaker. Okay. We're going to need to watch that. Dookie these drawers right up. Pure D shit. As we say here in the South, did it come? Uh, did it go? Uh, it didn't splatter like it did with flare and steamboat. It didn't splatter. So you don't, you're not going to see it. No, but we have to take their word for it. But Mr. Undertaker would never lie to us. Uh, I don't think so either. Yeah. Mr. Undertaker, Mr. Undertaker shoots straight about shit. Everybody knows he don't take no shit. He don't put up with no shit. He don't play no shit. He ain't never been about no shit. Mr. Undertaker. You know, Spear through a table. There you go. Look at the crowd popping. Yeah. Here's a question. Okay. Uh, is Undertaker the biggest wrestling star of all time? No. Hulk Hogan, Hogan is. Yes. Okay. Undertaker's close. Well, uh, he's probably not top hundred. Well, uh, say that I'm again. I'm just kidding. No. Okay. Yeah, of course he's, yeah, I mean, he's probably top 10, I think. Yeah. I think number one is probably Hulk Hogan. In my opinion, number two is Jeff Jarrett. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Rewind this again. Start again. So Hulk Hogan's the biggest star in the history of wrestling. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And who's number two? Jeff Jarrett. Okay. I just shit my pants. Yeah. Now I would have had a different answer before Jeff Jarrett wrestled orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. but when Jeff Jarrett wrestled orange Cassidy and he tucked his little hands in his little trunks and he did those oh, little good. baby kicks, yeah. buddy, it's, it's a top five moment in my wrestling fandom. Yeah. I told Jeff when I, it was over, I texted him like, so I know it was the first thing he read when he got back to the locker room. I said, I want them to play that at my funeral. <laughs> I just think it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I think it's very apparent that Jeff Jarrett's having a, a lot of fun right now. Oh my God. If we could just get him on TV every week. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't have to worry about running a company. No. Uh, and, uh, he's just, and he's so much fun to deal with in the back. He really is. I I didn't have that on my bingo card. If five years ago, you would have said you're going to have a newfound appreciation for Jeff Jarrett and he's going to become one of your best friends. I'd have said, that's a lie. There's no chance. I didn't like that guy. That guy sucked. He was the human fast forward button. Then I got to know him and I started actually paying attention and I was like, holy shit. He was like really good this whole time. And I just didn't give him any credit. Yeah. I never felt that way about Goldberg though. He's a motherfucker who shit his pants and his shirt is available now at lowestrules.com. He shit his and pants. It, and I know y'all are going to book him and bring him into Wembley. And I hope it's a one-off and I hope he shits his pants there. And I hope orange Cassidy beats his ass. Okay. So I, I, I just like to debunk what he just said. 15 baby kicks. Be- done. Okay. Be- because 15 some, baby kicks, some dickhead on, uh, on, uh, that no. believes that he's a journalist. 
yeah. is going to say that it was mentioned Tony, by Goldberg. Tony, before we clicked record, you told me personally, you said, shh, don't tell anybody, which always means not really when me and you yeah. talk. And you said, and this is word for word, shh, yeah. don't tell anybody. But that Wembley show, we got uh, Goldberg in the main event against Orange Cassidy. Yeah. That's what you told me. Okay, so there is a shirt available on LoisRules.com. The Goldberg shit is pants. We're familiar. No, We've been talking no, about and it. It also one that says uh, Conrad Thompson is a cocksucking liar. I don't think it says that. And we're going to put it in orange so Taz will get mad about it. I don't make him even matter at me. He just, he woke, you know, wherever Taz woke up today, did you know he woke up angry? Yeah. Well, you know what? I would, I, that's the way I want Taz. Oh, look at this. 60 seconds for Goldberg. Everyone is standing. Goldberg. He's the man. Goldberg's in that's the face he makes when he shits. Ah! Ah! It's coming out. Ah! <laughs> These are his poo-poo faces. <laughs> ah! You know, steroids will get you constipated. Ah! It burns. Ah! I've got hemorrhoids. Ah! My taint, my, <laughs> my, my taint has rash on it. Ah! We got to get that motherfucker. Some AG one. Ah! It'll keep you regular. Ah! Better gut health. Think about what, a, what are we, what are we fucking doing? Is he the biggest fucking fuck in the history of wrestling? I think he, he is. is not. He's not even close. I mean, he didn't even bother to learn how to wrestle and then has this sense of entitlement. No respect right. for the people he works with his coworkers. I, I, listen, just uh, a real piece of shit. His shit. His he pants. is not, he shit his pants at star K 98 and he, he wasn't even shocked not, for real. Not a, Bill Goldberg is one of my, one of my favorite people. No, he's not. Yes, he is. What's the last time you talked to him? Uh, it was, uh, 2001. Home, you, no, it was a UJ homecoming in, tw uh, in 2004. No shit. No, it was probably like 20, 2013, 2014, maybe. Okay. He's one of your best friends. You talked to him 10 years ago. I didn't ago. say he was the best friend. He's one of my favorite people. I didn't say he's one of my best Fuck friends. him and fuck his Don't you, friend. don't put, don't fuck you him. put, fuck don't him. you put words. Fuck him. Don't <laughs> fuck him. Double fuck him. <laughs> Double fuck him, Tony. We're taking a break here at one twenty nine oh two, and we're taking a break to talk about Hello Fresh. All right, Hello Fresh is a great fucking company. I like the shit out of it. I'll be honest. Here's what I like about it: it makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You know what I hate about cooking with my wife? Having to go to the goddamn store and buy all the shit. And then, did yep. we buy too much? Did we not buy enough? Did we forget something? America's number one meal kits here to get rid of all that bullshit. Hello fresh. I love these dudes because they make it easy. They deliver you pre-portioned ingredients. And I'm talking about with picture menus, they show you step-by-step -step what to do. Cause I'm going to rattle off some dishes here. And you're going to say, man, I don't know how to make that. I'm intimidated. I felt the same way, but then I opened it up. Bam. Good to go. How about the fast and fresh pineapple chicken tacos? Mm. How about the falafel power bowls? Buddy in Gunnersville, if you'd have told me I knew how to make a falafel power bowl, I'd have said you were full of shit, Goldberg shit. But now thanks to hello fresh, I can do it, baby. And April is earth month. Hello fresh is committed to a cleaner planet. On average, hello fresh meals have 31% lower carbon footprint than the same meals made from supermarket ingredients. 
Plus nearly all of the packaging materials from HelloFresh are curbside recyclable. How about that? Good food is too precious to waste. And that's why HelloFresh has pre-portioned ingredients to cut down on your food waste. Seriously, you're going to waste 23% less food by skipping the grocery store and just having it delivered to you from HelloFresh. It's also cheaper than grocery store shopping and 25% cheaper than takeout. By the way, you can make all of this stuff we've been talking about in like 15 minutes or less, and they always want to keep you on your toes. They've got 40 different recipes, over a hundred seasonal and convenience items for you to choose each and every week. So don't worry about being a kitchen pro. They make it easy. They make it foolproof. It's pre-portioned. It's ready to go. And it pays dividends. If you cook with your spouse, I'm telling you, it's also farm fresh. Like it goes from the farm to your table in less than seven days. I really love this product. It has brought me and my wife closer together. We had the girls help us cook last night. It was fantastic. This is a home run. I want you to try it. Uh, and by the way, it's going to get you to try some new things. My wife and I made something a couple of weeks ago that we were both like, I don't know about this. It was delicious, but it, it got us out of our comfort zone. Tony, it was great. We're no longer in a food rut. I think you'll like it. Go to hello, go to hellofreshcom slash WHW 50. That's hellofresh.com slash WHW 50. One more time, hellofresh.com slash WHW 50 and use the code WHW 50. You're going to get 50% off. Plus your first box ships for free. That's hellofresh.com slash WHW. The code is WHW 50 and you're going to save 50% off hellofresh.com slash WHW 50. The code is WHW 50, 50% off. Plus your first box ships for free. HelloFresh is the real deal, and it's America's number one meal kit. I loved it. What did you think, Tony? I loved it too. It put uh, it actually uh, got Lois back in the kitchen. Really? Yes, it did. How about and, that? And at this house, that is freaking amazing. And not only that, um, when we hit play, I'll I'll give you another little okay. Tip here. HelloFresh.com slash WHW50. Seriously, check it out, y'all. Use our code WHW50. Save 50% off and get your first box shipped for free. You won't regret it. It's great stuff. I mean it. I've tried it. I love it. Jeff loves it. Lois loves it. Uh, and it's going to pay dividends, man. Cook with your fam. And this makes it easy. You'll love it. Try it. Check it out. Do it for us. HelloFresh.com slash WHW50. All right, Tony. I'm at 129.02. Uh, we'll talk more about Goldberg shitting his pants here in three, two, one, play. It's time for the third hour to begin on WCW Monday Night Raw at the Target Center in Minneapolis, the Twin Cities. And we are expecting an explosive third hour. Kurt Hennig will be in action. Booker T defends the TV belt. Diamond Gallup, the U.S. belt. Rick Steiner will be in action. And yes, it will be Sting and Kevin Nash for the world title. Sting and Kevin Nash in the main event, man, still to come. But you had something about Lois you wanted to share? No, I had something about me. Oh, okay. Um, I'm uh, <clears throat> for like the 100th time in my life. All right. Back to losing weight. Yeah. Uh, you will see uh, in the next uh, in the next year a completely new look, Tony Schiavone. Uh, on the uh, on the 20th of February, I started my weight loss plan and I'm now down 14.6 pounds. Oh, good for you, dude. Yeah. Well I'm done. For, thank you. 
I'm down from 243.6 to 229 pounds at last weigh-in. That's awesome, dude. Good for you. My, and my plan is to lose 50 pounds to get below 200. Um, so when that happens, I'll be a skinny old motherfucker, I think. Your man, uh, Bruce Pritchard, he's done the same. He's down uh, 40 big ones right now. Oh, good for Bruce. And I, I think uh, our old pal, Mick Foley, he's doing the Foley weight loss challenge right now too. Everybody's trying to get healthy in the new year. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I think my wife is, uh, leaning towards, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know the last time you saw Megan, but she like rededicated herself in a major way and uh-huh. it's paid huge dividends. And now she's gone so far. She thinks like, Hey, I think I could compete. So I think she actually might start competing. How about that? Competing. Yeah. Like bikini model, fitness model stuff. She's like, oh. I th- the ladies she trains with, they're like, you could win your age group. Okay. I, so, I was, when you said competing, I'm thinking, Oh God, she's not getting the ring is she? Oh, but that's, yeah. speaking of that's, that. Yeah. Big booty. Judy's having her first match next month. Oh, wow. It's going to be a, uh, a battle Royale is here at rocket city, rocket city wrestling right here. You've been there before. Our old pal Barry's promotion, and uh, they asked her to come out and do her thing, and she's going to do it, man. How about okay, it? Uh, give me the date. I'll, I'll get it to you, but it's in May. In May. You going to ride over? Yeah, I, you know, I might do that. Man, that would be so cool if you came to her match, but not my wedding. I would really love that. <clears throat> if it's May 20th. It's not. It's not May 20th? No, but I mean, I could tell her to do it that day. If, if they knew no. you were coming, Rocket City Wrestling would probably move it for you. No. <laughs> I just know because I think uh, Dalton you, Castle's coming to Rocket City Wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah. How, how do you know that? Well, it's my job to know that. Oh, you have to approve those? Yeah. Oh, I got you. Dalton Castle's a heck of a nice guy, isn't he? <laughs> He's one of the best, man. I really felt I, like a handful of years ago, I thought... There was a handful of guys. I was like, well, they're definitely going to WWE and he was one of them. Like right. that, that character just, that just fits. Lo- Doesn't it? I love it. Yeah. I love it with the boys. <laughs> it's the best. It's tremendous. If you're not in the loop, maybe you're, you're not a big ring of honor fan. I understand when you see him, you're going to get it. It'll click. Okay. I see why this guy's over. Yeah. Here comes a, a guy that we would never motherfuck. He probably never shit his pants. Kurt Henning and a clean shaven ravishing Rick rude. Yeah, hey, we man. got some questions, uh, in our research here. We, uh, threw it up on the social media. We'll hit some here. Um, Michael double M wants to know which streak lasted longer. Nitro's 83 weeks or Tony, not getting any Tony, not getting any, the streak continues. Uh, bad money. Slim says a friend of mine recently told me he gave his girlfriend a corn dog. Where's Tony at with corn dogs? Not for him. Not a fan. No, I'm not a fan not either. I mean, I had them as a kid, but like, yeah, what was your, what was your, what'd you dip it in? Were you a ketchup and mustard guy or just a mustard guy? Just a mustard guy. But it, the sweetness of the cornbread, I think just turns me off. Like I'm out. Turns me off too. Yeah. Uh, Philip Qualls wants to know this being uh, April and the Montreal screw job had happened in November. Was WCW leaning into it too much to not have some kind of storyline attached? Uh, yeah, probably we're so. leaning in too much. No question. Hank Lee hey, says, Phillip. by the way, Philip, how you doing, buddy? How you doing? How you doing? 
How you doing? George Napolitano. Uh, Hank Lee says, rewatching a lot of these shows from late 97 or early 98, it's abundantly clear WCW creative had no ideas beyond the NWO destroying baby faces repeatedly week after week. And once they botched the sting Hogan match at Starcade, it was just a matter of time. I disagree. They're still hot here. I could see where you would say, Hey, the creative was less than I understand. Maybe it wasn't at an all time high. However, we're running dome shows. There's an ass every 18 inches. There's signs everywhere. We're setting record ratings. I can't say it's all downhill. I mean, Goldberg hasn't even gotten as hot as he is yet. I disagree. Yeah. Well, first of all, Hank, I really appreciate the question. I really do. And second of all, why don't you try to fucking book something? You motherfucker. You, Yeah. these people who say, who have talk about creative, they haven't booked shit in their lives. Let me tell you this. If I had to run a stadium show at the end of August in England, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd bring out Goldberg. I'd have him do a, an open challenge. I have orange Cassidy's music hit. I would have Goldberg immediately shit his pants right on camera in glorious HD. Yeah. And then I hit him with like 18 baby kicks and that's it. That's all she wrote. See, and then I might, but I might push him out of the ring into a vat of goddamn mimosas and call it a day. See, there you go. What? Again, don't try to fucking book, stay in your fucking lane. Hey, I'll tell you what. Sell, I, I, sell fucking mortgages, cocksucker. I put Jay Lethal and uh, Jeff Jarrett together. How'd that work out, you fucking fucker? <laughs> you seen that lately? No. Yeah, me neither. Hey, uh, Jim Phillips says, I was watching a Nash shoot on YouTube yesterday, and he made the point that when two guys from WWE came in and believed they could take over WCW, then once that had played out, it was over for WCW, and Vince was just going to sit back and watch. Uh, I maybe it's some validity in that, but it, I think what, I think what it did more than anything else was put Vince into high gear. Right. No doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the big time challenge was there, you know, he, he kind of, he kind of looked at like, yeah, it's WCW. They, but now all of a sudden Vince was backed up against the wall. We know that. And, yes. and that was. Lee has a great question. Uh, this is one that's right up your, your alley. Mm -hmm. Tony, did you ever take a shower with the giant? And if he did, how big was his hog? Don't know. I know how big his hog was because I never took a shower with him. I, 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 you got I your, ta you got your tape I measure. Never took, I never took it. I don't have it with me. Yeah. I never took a shower at the building. However, girth wise, I would think it was be like this. Wouldn't you? I don't usually now the, this is an audio show. You want to tell okay, people what you just had? I, I had a 16 ounce can of monster. Can your tips touch around that? Your fingertips tip? touch your tips, your fingertips. No, they can't. Okay. Yeah. Get that camera out my goddamn face. Uh, Brad Stanton says, <laughs> <laughs> would the streak end in this era without the Mr. McMahon character? It's a great question. If the yeah, Mr. That, McMahon character didn't get hot, would you have just stuck with Goldberg and let that streak keep going? Yeah. I, I think you have to have a great baby face, which they did with stone cold, right? You have to have a, you have to have a tremendous heel, which they have with Mr. McMahon. I, I think it's, I think it's kind of lightning in the bottle that it will never be reproduced again. Right. 
Now you say that, but you know, time goes on and I really hate people to say never because you watch on ESPN and those pundits that get on camera that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And they say, Oh, there'll never be another one like Tom Brady. Really? Never. Okay. Maybe never in your lifetime fucker, but there may be. So it's hard to say, but it's going to be very difficult to replicate Mr. McMahon against stone cold. Don't you think? Yes. Michael say never because no. I tell you what could do it. Goldberg and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> you and Hank need to go into a booking room and go fuck yourself. Well, I would if I could reach. Michael McClanahan says, uh, was there ever a time before April ninety eight that W that Tony started to sense momentum shifting in the favor of the then WWF? Yeah. Starcade ninety seven. I still feel that was it. I still feel what we did with sting was, was wrong. I think, I think you can make gigantic turds and Goldberg decisions, decisions that are wrong. That affects your company. Yes. Hey, Tony LaParca went against Booker T on this nitro for the TV title. Did you have much interaction with LaParca? And if so, what was he like? Well, that is costume. Would you have even known who he was? The, the, the last question is no, I wouldn't have known who he was. And the answer is I had more interaction with LaParca in MLW uh than I did in in WCW. I um when we did that press conference years ago to announce the first AEW pay per view and whatnot in Vegas, I spent a lot of time hanging out backstage with the Lucha Bros. Yeah. No fucking idea it was the Lucha Bros. Really? They stood up, put those masks on. And I was like, I'll be a son of a bitch. I've been sitting here at the table with these boys, just chopping it up, being polite. Yeah. No idea. They are great kids, man. The best. I think, I think great kids, generational talents. Uh, chance Ellis says, Tony, thank you. You were the voice of WCW in my childhood. You could have picked anything out. You could have picked anything out your voice on. Hmm. Why wrestling? Uh, well, uh, I really was trying to get into baseball into major league baseball. And in many ways I did get into it. Not like I wanted to, uh, I, I did work for the Braves pregame and postgame show. I did get to travel with the team. Some, I did do major league baseball, some spring training games on the Braves radio network. I did do triple a baseball for 11 years. So in effect, I did do baseball on a high level, which was my dream. Um, but I got, I loved wrestling too. And the croc, that's a whole story that's, that's well-worn. And if you're listening, if you listen to us on a regular basis, you know, this, that I loved wrestling and wrestling was profitable compared to minor league baseball. And, uh, I just went with wrestling. And I, I was very lucky that I went with wrestling twice back in the eighties when Jim Crockett took me away from baseball and hired me full-time into wrestling that afforded me the chance to make a big contract in wrestling. And then in 2019, because I went into wrestling in 2019 in uh, 2019, I got signed 
And then in 2020, because of COVID, minor league baseball did not have a season, which meant I would not have gotten a check from minor league baseball for the entire year. And so wrestling has always been timely in my life. I know this is a long answer, but baseball is what I always wanted to do. Here's another one from uh, Brian Fuller. This event took place in the Target Center, which begs the question, Tony, are you a Walmart or a Target guy? I am a Target guy. I really like Target. The one near us is is very nice, very clean. It's not to say Walmart's not. I just like the Target better. Joe wants to know, does Tony prefer the energy of the live crowns from 1998 or today? Wow, Joe. Uh, I would have to say today. Liar. Sorry. I do. Only because it's. Because you get a check every Thursday. Well, no, it's because I get. uh, A big check. It's just the, the memory of the live crowds back then. Real big check. Okay. All right. (laughs) <laughs> i can't argue with anymore <laughs> oh god we just watched a pretty good match here and we see booker t and chris benoit in the post match let's track yeah. it and thanks for helping him out benoit shopping dish we're gonna have it right here that'll be it'll it'll serve no purpose here not at all Referee says, no, we're not having it. Ring the bell. Get him out of the ring. No, you're wrong about that. It is going to serve a purpose for Benoit. He's ready right now. He's got himself mentally ready for this match right now. I think he's got the advantage going in to the pay-per-view. I think Benoit is always mentally ready. It's time as uh, finally some orders restore for our 1-800-COLLECT-REPLAY brain. Well, you all right, so we're going to uh, take a timeout when they take a timeout. I think this will be our last one, and then we're going to start home stretching, man. Yeah. By the way, I want to mention uh, over at adfreeshows.com, I recently sat down with Jim Johnston, dude. How about that? Yeah, man. Wow, what a what an iconic guy in wrestling, if you know anything about behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, he did the theme songs for The Undertaker, Stone sure. Cold Steve Austin, The Ultimate Warrior. And, uh, we did a whole conversations with Conrad with him went a couple hours available now at adfreeshows.com. And right now you could even get a free trial at adfreeshows.com. Hey, let's take a break, Tony. They did. We will too here. I'll stop it down at 29. There it is. 145 29. We'll take a timeout and in the distance. I don't know if you can hear that, Tony, but listen closely. Oh yeah. You know, that sound, the NFL draft is here. And it's the most exciting prospect is the prospect of being perfectly groomed head to toe with our friends at manscaped. Let's get your dick hair straight, son. Manscaped has long had elite downfield play with their lawnmower 4.0, but in 2023, they have the rookie sensation beard hedger to ensure the face of your franchise is a pretty one. This one, two punch of men's grooming is the best acquisition for any at home GM. So go to manscaped.com and save some salary cap with our code WHW for 20% off plus free shipping. Listen, we've all had a little CSI Alabama moment before. We're trying to trim our boys up. Not anymore. Thanks to manscaped this year. Manscaped can help you make the sexy pick without forgetting about your big uglies up front. That's right. The beard hedger and the lawnmower 4.0 or a franchise changing combo that'll have you looking at your roster with pride. Everyone who saw the super bowl knows what can happen with poorly managed grass. 
That type of ball playing field quality would never happen with the lawnmower 4.0. This elite electric trimmer is a lock for first round talent. Just look at the explosive talent with the RPMs here. With all that power, the lawnmower is still the most nimble on the field with its skin safe technology that reduces your nicks and snags while making all the right cuts on hair. It's the season of trimming the roster and manscaped will make sure that cutting all the right players and not the important pieces to your D. Yeah. You've done the dirty work. It's time to make sure you look good out there with the beard hedger and it's 20 positions of precision. This powerful cordless trimmer helps you customize your look with a rotary wheel. It's got 20 links using only one guard and football. Having a deep O-line might be a good thing, but in the bathroom, more than one guard is just a mess. Plus it's tough titanium blades and single stroke efficiency, which Tony Schiavone trademarked, by the way, can have you go from a bushy Matt Patricia to a sleek Sean McVay in no time. If you haven't upgraded your grooming tools already, head to Manscaped for a champion roster reset. We got a special offer right now, Tony. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code WHW at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code WHW to go from Mr. Relevant to a first round pick with Manscaped. So now, Tony, we're going to get back to the show and I think we're going to get a uh, package recap of what's going on with uh, Raven and Diamond Dallas Page and and, and all that stuff uh, and Chris Benoit. By the way, what we're going to wind up setting up here is a three-way for Spring Stampede. And then the very next night, I'll be damned, Goldberg's going to win it. Mm. Start his quest for the world title. Here we go. Let's get back to it. And I'm at 145.29. We'll press play here in three, two, one, play. I still feel like WCW fumbled with Raven. He could have been a much bigger star here, dude. Oh, he got a pretty good push though. Don't you think? No, he did, but it petered out. Well, you know, where are you at on petering? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm for petering in instead of petering out. Oh, I love petering in. Yeah. Petering in is my favorite. Oh man. How about this? High voltage rock and roll. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Da, 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 <sighs> this is the 11th match on the show mm. and it's DDP versus rage with chaos. Mm. I could see how WCW could lose this show now. Yeah, I know. Next up it's uh Rick Steiner taking on Conan and then our main event sting versus Kevin Nash. There's some good stuff on here, but it is clear to see to me that we don't have our eye on the ball all the way. Okay. Let me ask you this question then. Okay. Uh, and this is for you and, and all the bookers out there. Okay. I think it's, I think it's a very, very valid question. And one that I've thought about a lot throughout the years, what do you do 
do you go with established stars or do you put kids in there and make them stars? Because eventually your established stars are going to face each other and you, you've, you've got to move on. You've got to, you've, you've got to make stars. I think you use the established stars to make the new stars. I agree. Okay. Isn't this a, an attempt to do that? You mean by having DDP squash rage? I see what you're saying. Squash. Okay. DDP at this point has not yet become the man. Just right. proper context. I don't think he's been the U.S. champ at this point. He may have, but he's certainly, yeah, he has, but he hasn't been the world champ yet. Right. So he's still not top of the mountain. And even when you guys quote unquote tried, did you really try like Hogan losing to Kidman? Where did we, what did we do with Kidman after nothing, yeah. but no, you did I mean, make Goldberg. You did make diamond Dallas page. Right. You did make Booker T. I mean, you did make some stars, Sure, but I, I feel like there was a glass ceiling for the Eddie Guerrero's for the Ray Mysterio's for the Chris Jericho's. Yeah, no, you, you, uh, you have good points. But sometimes I, sometimes I think about that. Sometimes I think that, that wrestling in general, uh, tries to make stars and I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, just, let's, let's talk about that motherfucker Goldberg. Goldberg had I'm an not, opportunity. I'm not talking about Goldberg. He had an opportunity to help Chris Jericho get over even bigger. Jericho was already a big mid card star, but he had an opportunity to let him level up. Jericho created his own angle and it got over and Goldberg wouldn't do anything with him. Hmm. And Goldberg would argue, well, he's not a big enough star. He's not at my level. Motherfucker. Why are you at that level? Because a lot of people who knew how to wrestle put you over. You don't even know what you're fucking doing and you won't put over Chris Jericho. He, he forgot more about wrestling than you knew in 1998 and you wouldn't reciprocate because you decided he's not a big enough star a year prior. You were fucking nobody. Fuck off Goldberg. Mm. Boy, Goldberg has some heat with you, buddy. No, I'm just saying like Chris Jericho has put over everybody in AEW. Now you could argue whether or not they got over as a result, mm-hmm. but he wasn't scared to try. That's right. When you're a big enough star, fuck it. Andretti, roll me up, beat me. Yeah. Orange Cassidy, your turn. Let's go. Yeah. Ricky Starks. How about you? Eddie Kingston. Come on. Right. Like what's wrong with that? Like when you're a big enough star, you can lose and it won't fucking matter. Why would you not? Goldberg wasn't willing to do for Jericho. What hundreds of dudes had done for him. See, well, I, did, I didn't know that story, uh, until I guess that story has been, uh, brought out since the WCW days. I, I, didn't realize that was going on at the time. It's the reason Jericho left. Cause he knew, wow. man, I, I got myself over here in a hot act in a hot angle with a hot story that I created and they wouldn't let me do anything with it because they decided I wasn't worthy of that spot. The fans are reacting, but they don't believe in me. So I'll go do it somewhere else. Yeah. And he did. Boy, did he ever. Same with Austin. Austin wanted to be a top guy. Same with Foley. Oh, Foley there, hey, there is no question 
there is the same with Undertaker. Yes. There's no question that we had talent that they, WWE, made into stars. Not us. They did. Yes. Yeah. We took the talent that they made into stars and brought them in, and it helped us be what we were. But we were not making stars. Goldberg, we did. But other than that, as you said, Booker T's won. Um, but no, they, 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 listen, that's one realization I've always had about WCW compared to WWE. They were the star maker and we weren't. There is, is this a fan? I How believe crazy it is. is that, dude? I believe it was a fan. And he'll do it. And he's not asking for any help. He's going after everyone. Page giving chase or even nowhere to be found. They will finally settle this one-on-one -on -one for the U.S. title coming up this Sunday at Spring Stampede. They're taking yep. a break. We're going to hang out with you. But, dude, how fun was that, dude? Wow, that was crazy. I mean, that fan was all over it. And they, man, they, that security, they jumped on his ass fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do now, too. Next up, Rick Steiner, Ted DiBiase in his corner, taking on Conan with Vincent in his corner. So think about that. Mm. The old million dollar man and Virgil on opposite ends here. Yeah. Again, they made, we, they made Ted DiBiase a star. Yes. And Virgil at that time. And we just did not. Here's a good question. Okay. Who made Ric Flair a bigger star, us or them? Oh, clearly you guys. Okay. Yeah. Now, now that being said, Rick would tell you his second run with WWE, when he went back in Oh two, that's when he made, that's when he became most famous. Okay. He believes that run from Oh two to Oh eight, more people internationally worldwide became familiar with him than ever before. He doesn't think he would have enjoyed the fame and notoriety that he does today without that Oh two to Oh eight run. Okay. That's because of the WWE machine. Yes. Right. But you know, in, in fairness, when he went over to the company, it was late 91 and he leaves in the very beginning of 1993. So he was there just over a year. And I think everyone would agree. 92 was just wrought with scandal for WWE. Mm -hmm. It's a down year for business across the board, WCW, the WWF it's down for everybody. Abysmal houses, revenues falling, ratings, dipping and controversy ring boy stuff, steroid stuff, mm -hmm. lots of bad stuff. And, and flares there in the middle of all that. But I'll I often wonder, man, if he would have really made the jump and been at that first SummerSlam in 88, think about, I mean, that could have been Hogan flair at WrestleMania five. Mm. That would have been unbelievable. Right. Like that 88, 89, 90. If he could have been around for all that, that could have been gigantic. Now that would have also meant in this alternate universe, he doesn't drop the belt to sting because that happened in 90. So he wouldn't have got a chance to really make him there, but you know, yeah. you could argue he did that enough on his own at the first clash of the champions as well in 88. Yeah. By the way, go out of your way, Tony. I know you don't watch WWE and I'm not encouraging you to watch WWE, but I will say 
since I know you like and respect Conan, go watch his induction speech of Rey Mysterio. I think it might be the best Hall of Fame induction speech of all time. Oh. He really went out of his way, told some great stories. Conan's a good dude, a great dude. Yeah. Yeah. And and you want to talk about a compliment. Rey Mysterio said him and his wife always say, We always say we thank God first for all of our blessings, and we thank Conan second. Wow. That's just so cool, man. The mutual respect and admiration. I just think the world of Conan and their relationship. It's a really cool induction speech. Highly recommend. Okay. I will not check it out. Okay. Yeah. God forbid you actually pay respect to other people. No, I can pay respect to other people without watching stuff on TV. No, I know. I'll just stop. I'll just stop encouraging you. That's all. But I'll go watch Yankees play baseball. Yeah. From 1973 or whatever. Love the old YouTube vintage baseball stuff. Love it. Hey, I saw a show on Netflix. I think you and Lois would like. Okay. It's called beef. Okay. I could totally see Lois doing this. All right. What is it? What, what is it? Well, there's a, a gentleman who, uh, oh, I love Conan pretending to hike his leg on him and then kick dirt on him like a dog doing the dog mannerisms back to him. This is fun. Uh, it's about a gentleman in a pickup truck. He's a handyman type and he's trying to, uh, navigate a parking lot and, uh, a lady in a Mercedes, a white Mercedes SUV gets into an altercation with him and neither one of them can let it go. Comes a little road rage. And then it becomes a personal vendetta that spans 10 episodes, 30 minutes an episode, roughly fantastically written. Well done story. Didn't think I'd like it. Just thought, ah, let's just pass the time with this. Yeah. Wife and I got sucked into it and finished it over the course of the week, the week this last week. It was really good. Wow. A lot of good uh, programs out there. Uh, uh, Bryant, uh, who's with us here today has a question. Let's do it. I want to answer. It's right at the bottom here uh, of our uh, comments. Uh, Brian wants to know if a fan jumped the rail to meet you, Tony, would you beat him up or run away? If he jumped the rail and wanted to, to meet me, I would politely tell him, please go back to where you were before security gets there. But if a fan jumped the rail to get in the ring and tried to, fight one of the wrestlers and I was there, I, I would try to knock him down for, for his own safety of anything else. I, I want everyone listening to, to understand what I'm saying. Do not jump in the ring. Do not jump in the ring. That was, uh, we're not going to even joke about it. It's not right. funny. Don't right. do it. You will get hurt. It won't work out. There it's will not be good. paperwork involved. Yes. I would, I would, I would, I would try to tackle you for your own safety. Part of me wants you desperately to jump in the ring and try to tackle Tony Schiavone just so I can see him try to throw a dusty Rhodes elbow or something. Yeah. But I want to encourage you very strongly in my best daddy voice. Mm-hmm. Do not do it. Yeah. Those AEW guys, they're, they're really nice. These security guys. Yes, they are. I know them. They hand out can- candy to kids. They take care of the special needs kids. They make sure everything's smooth running. But deep down inside, in their soul, mm-hmm. they wish a motherfucker would. Mm-hmm. They lift all these weights, they do all this training, and they don't get to do nothing. 
They'd love nothing more than to make an example out of your ass. And some are policemen in real life. They will hurt you. Mm -hmm. There will be paperwork involved. You will be embarrassed. You will be banned. You'll not be allowed back. There's no upside to this. There'll be a picture of you. This is There'll be a picture of you at every box office. They won't let you in for every arena we go to. Do not do it. I say all that to say, if you really want to beat up Tony Schiavone, (laughs) meet him at the Denny's afterwards. He'll be with QT Marshall, Jeff Jones, and Eddie Kingston trying to rebook the territory. Yeah. If Eddie's not there, you could probably take Jeff and Tony. Mm -hmm. Do it. Don't don't fuck with QT, by the way. No, QT, QT's an old school hooker. Yeah. He's a shooter. You'll fucking put your thumb up your own ass the hard way. Don't do it. But if it's Jeff Jones and Tony, get after it. (laughs) Coach Rosie wants to know, hashtag ask Tony, are you going to watch the dusty bio tonight on A&E? I didn't even know it was on. I saw it a few months ago. I'm not probably not supposed to say that I saw it, but it's really good. You'd really like it. They did a great job. Uh, Bryant wants to know with the new, uh, Tony, will you shave your head and your beard and be a brand new? Nah, not gonna do that. Uh, Darren Staley says, uh, did Tony ever shower with Goldberg shitty trunks? Never showered with anybody in wrestling. Why are, why are we getting so many questions about you showering with wrestlers? Because you're the one that brought it up first. I've never brought up you showering with wrestlers. Okay. Right. Now, Jim Ross has been told, has told the story before on stage that he was offered a hundred dollars to take a picture of Andre the Giants Wainer. A hundred dollars. A lady back in the day, back in the seventies. Yeah. Said, if you'll take a Polaroid of Andre naked, I'll pay you a hundred dollars. So he went to Andre, they agreed to split the money and they started a pretty lucrative enterprise. He bought his first Buick with Andre Hogmeat money. (laughs) So I'm not even kidding. It was his, he said, ask him this next week. Say Tony, uh, Conrad told me to ask you about the story of the first time you got a new car Uh, and say, Tony, it was the damnedest thing. I had this girl in Beaumont, Texas. Stop. Ask me. Stop. Stop with your bullshit. (laughs) Andre Hogmeat money is what paid for him to have his first new car. So it's. Cause he was like, I can't, that's against. <laughs> does he COVID. still have, does he still have pictures? No, he sold all of them. He got the car, Tony. He still got the car. A hundred dollars a shot. A hundred dollars a shot. Back then he said you could get a new Buick for only about four grand. So he didn't have to sell that many pictures. Once the word got out though, all the, all the girls in the different towns, they wanted a picture. So once he knew it was a deal, he would just go make a deal and he'd go back and he'd say, all right, boss, I got another one. Boss would pose, bam, they're splitting the money. Jesus. He didn't think it was cool to sneak it, to take a spy pick. Right. But hey, if, if you're willing to do it, and Andre was like, yeah. It'd be much more difficult to take a spy pick now than it was, or back then than it would be now. Oh, because the camera had to make a flash and it had yeah. to spit the picture out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, the stories in wrestling. I mean, he bought a whole car with Andre Hogmink money. Stories in wrestling. Jeff Jarrett talked about buying his first car with picture money, but I don't think there was any hogs involved. Lord have mercy. God, think about that. Andre was running the first underground only fans way back when. I just want to say 
as we are recording this, today is Easter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus is risen, and please forgive us for our sins that we are talking about here today. I didn't take any pictures, Tony. No. I did start selling dope back in 1986. I bought a Cadillac and put them things on that bitch, as you're well aware. I wonder if Jim Ross with that new Buick, if he put them things on that bitch. Get that fucking camera out of my face. <laughs> I should say that. For Dude. my very for my very last ever time on Get camera. Get that camera out of my goddamn face. Get that fan out of my goddamn face. Dude, that would crush. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, man. I tell you, we are. uh, This package is the reason you lost. Yeah, I know. We're packaging this this fucker up. You could have just changed the channel and watched Monday Night Raw right here. Exactly. Wow. Quarterbacking, huh? Armchair quarterbacking years and years and years later. Michael Buffer is going to do the intro for y'all here. Oh, for crying out loud. We're not going to play it. I know you hate that. No, I, I, it's not that I hate it. I just don't want to get sued. We will get sued. Oh, fuck him. We will get sued. We don't need it. Hey, you know what I heard? I heard Michael Buffer shit his pants. <laughs> and showered with hugs. Let's get ready to <laughs> shit our pants. Tonight, the world will find out what Andre's dick Hug looks me. like. Yes. <laughs> Let's get ready to snap the picture. God, by the way, if your business targets men, 25 to 54 years old, this disgusting shit is what they're looking to hear. (laughs) No better place to advertise than right here on what happened when Mm -hmm. we'd love to talk about how Goldberg shit his pants. When he tried your company's product, Mm -hmm. you hear us do some of the same ads for the same companies year after year after year. You want to know why? Yeah, because it really works. And with our super targeted audience, there's very little waste. Go right now to advertise with whw.com. That's advertise with whw.com. And find out more about advertising here on what happened when. Where's the video for that? Don't we have a video for that? Is, is I think Silva, Silva's taking a shit. Silva's asleep. Okay. He's taking a shit and he's reading Eric Bischoff's brand new book, Grateful, over on Amazon. And we're hoping when he finishes up that he'll be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast here mm-hmm. so you can hear where we're making fun of him. And he could even probably see where we're going to tag him in a bunch of bullshit on our social handles. Yep. That's at WHW Monday on wow. Twitter and Facebook, at WHW Podcast on Instagram. But by all means, please, the biggest favor you can do is go like, subscribe, and turn your notifications on on YouTube. It's WHW on YouTube.com. That's WHW on YouTube.com. He must have finished his second breakfast. He's back now. And don't forget all of our new merch, including Goldberg Shit His Pants, Mm -hmm. and You A Lie, and You Simple Bitch, and You Like Light, You Like Food, all available now at LoisRules.com. There's a new Halo shirt. There's the TDT shirt. Lots of fun stuff over at LoisRules.com. And I want to mention next week, we're going to be doing the nitro after spring stampede. <sighs> the streak is over with the Monday night ratings, but can they bounce back? Mm. Savage is going to defend the WCW title against Hollywood Hogan and Goldberg is going to challenge Raven for the U S title and so much more next week, right here on WHW. So Dave's going to do a little uh, video editing before this thing gets out. Once again, your, 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 your crew. Uh, whose fault was it that your computer had too much porn on it? I don't have, I I don't surf porn. What was the problem then? Why is it slow? 
You've been it's stealing not, music again? You got Napster not, on that motherfucker? It's not slow now. I put it up in a different window. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I got seven browsers going right now and I'm recording the audio and streaming. Wow. And, and I, I'm actually day trading over here on a Sunday morning. Well, good for fucking you and uh, Huntsville's fucking internet. That's freaking great. You live in, okay. in Atlanta. Hey, and you at, you were down for like 10 weeks or something and couldn't record. That's not true. You're down for a long time. Your internet was long time. Cause somebody went out and pissed on your front stoop or something. Now they actually disconnected the line up the road. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I'm you know, I, I live, I, I, since I'm not poor, you know, I live on a street, like a private street. Yeah. And, uh, and they cut it for like the guy two doors down and it fucked me up. And it's mm. like, wait a minute. So they came out and made like four trips and they said, no, the problem's in the house. I'm like, no, it's not. How do you know? Cause I bought all new shit. Still not working, hmm. but I bought like new routers, new everything. Yeah. And they came out and they proved it eventually. Oh yeah. It's not even here. It's two doors down. Look at the big gold belt. The way Sting's holding it up here. Yeah. I was really surprised that when Sting came out to confront that Nash, he wasn't wearing the belt, that he wasn't wearing the belt. That, that's, I don't know. That's not right. But here he is. I don't like that. You know, what got Sting so popular and so over was coming down from the ceiling. And now that he's the champ, he just walks in from the back. Right. He's just one of the other guys now. Armchair. So he was this mythical, you know, creature. Oh, look at Kevin Nash. Just yanking it. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so tall. He's so tall that Charles Robinson can't even get to it. Hey, shout out to Charles. He had a little ablation done to his heart this past Tuesday. Mm. He's already out of the hospital. All good to go. Still working some ring crew stuff for WWE, but you might not see him on TV for a bit. But he's in good spirits and good to go. Shout out to Charles. We just sure do uh, think a lot of Mr. Robinson around these parts. Yeah. I, I'd seen Charles too at, uh, orange sun funeral very briefly. I believe I saw him. Not sure. Yeah. He's probably one of your best friends too. You just haven't talked to him since 2001. Yeah. Like Goldberg. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a good friend. No, I'm, I know. I know I'm, that better I, than most. I, I admit it. And I'm sorry that I'm not a good friend. We are too. Yeah. But we deserve, we deserve better, but with a capital B, I do want to come to big booty Judy's first wrestling match. That's awesome. So you need to find out the date for me. Yeah. I thought you had Cassio's number. That's my bad. Oh, no, I got to catch you. I'll play your secretary. I'll book your fucking calendar. No, no, I'm going to do it right I'll now. I'll tell QT and Sanjay. Okay. And we'll yeah. see if we can't coordinate. My people okay. will talk to your people. Okay. Oh, hey, Tony, the boat will be here next weekend. The boat? Yeah. For the lake? Yeah. For the lake house? Yeah. Is the lake house done? Yeah, it's ready. I just I haven't moved yet. They're putting the last two windows in tomorrow. And they're going to touch up the paint. So when are you going to invite me to the, the lake house? I just did. You're going to be didn't. here watching Judy wrestle next month. Okay. It's 30 minutes from where she's uh, going to get thrown over the top rope by a Bubba. <laughs> oh, did you hear about, uh, did you hear about Cassio? I mean, is this, are you in the loop on Cassio? I'm not. She broke his rib. Ju Judy broke his rib. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope it was in a good way. Well, what's the, what's a bad way? What's a good way? How, how, what's the, what, what's the upside? What's the positive in breaking a rib? Well, the good way would be 
you know, in some sort of bedroom. No, it didn't happen. No. Okay. So give me this story about breaking his rib as we're watching, by the way, Kevin Nash just uh pound sting. Yep. And meanwhile, on the other channel, Steve Austin is wrestling stone cold or is wrestling, uh, Vince McMahon with one arm tied behind his back. Yep. And, uh, it's at a record rating, not this show, that show. Anyway, uh, they, uh, went to Pensacola for a Judy fitness competition. Okay. She's CrossFit Jones and doing real well. Uh-huh. And, uh, she started talking shit or Cassio did imagine that. And he said he could beat her in a foot race. She laughed and laughed and Cassio knew, Hey, if we're doing 40 yards or a hundred yards, I can beat her. If we're doing a quarter mile, she's going to smash me. Don't have the endurance, but in, 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 in bursts, I'm good to go. Yeah. Cassio's not quick. He's sudden. <laughs> and they did it. Yeah. And he won. Oh, and she true. was upset that he oh, was going yeah. to win. Uh-huh. And she swerved over into his lane and oh pushed him down oh. and he hit the pavement Oh, and tried to catch it, but his own elbow uh. broke his own rib. Wow. And he just knew he was scraped up and didn't feel good and was having trouble breathing and hurting when he got some x-rays done. Sure enough, broken rib. I told him, I said, you know, if the roles were reversed mm-hmm. and you pushed her down and broke her rib. Her friends would be saying, yeah, girl, you need to get your paperwork together and take half of his shit. Absolutely. So I I said in a loud and clear voice on his morning radio show, Mm -hmm. what he was ready for in my business is known as a divorce refi. (laughs) She needs to get half of, he needs to get half of the equity from the house Uh let her keep the house. And then she needs to start writing checks for spousal support so he can maintain the lifestyle she's grown him accustomed to. And then he could just come move in with me and I'd get divorced too. And we'd have the best little life together ever. Right. Jimbo thought that was hilarious. Megan did not find that funny at all. I'm sure she did not. Yeah. She did not like that plan. She did say he was welcome to live downstairs. Yes. He he could come here to the Conradison and live downstairs and that'd be fine. Well, you know, one good thing about Megan. Yeah. Is she knows her husband is full of shit. She does. Yes. That's, that's the great thing about it. She yeah. just, she just rolls, rolls her with eyes. Punches. Yes. Rolls her eyes. And lets it flow right off her back. Yeah. She's figured that out. Yeah. And that's different here because when I try to joke around, my wife thinks really, she takes things too seriously around here. She always has Fox news and Facebook ruined it. <sighs> wow. Did it ever, but you know what? No Fox news since November. Hey, can we just, I know we're probably not supposed to talk about this. Who gives a shit what's on a Bud Light can? Nobody does. I fucking care less. Yes, nobody does. I just don't understand why there's a controversy. Like, who gives a shit, man? I, but, I, first of all, drink Miller Light, problem solved. Right. But then I was like, you know, in a weird way, everybody's talking about this right now. This is actually kind of a genius marketing move. Uh, of like course I, it is. If I could get celebrities to go on camera and shoot my product and film it and post it on social, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Yes. Like I'm begging kid rock to start playing our podcast. What mm-hmm. happened when Yep. and decide he doesn't like what we're saying and then no, just right. fucking blow it up yeah. and film it and post it. Please do that. Mr. Rock, yep. Mr. Kid rock. And then I would have to retire, uh, but I would retire a rich man. 
who gives a shit? Like, I don't care what's on a beer can. It's fucking Bud Light. Goddamn. I know. It's just, it's, it's unbelievable. But Budweiser just loving it now. Well, I mean, listen, depending on who you ask, I hear all kinds of things, but I just think to myself, self, this is stupid. Yeah. If, if you have that time, type of free time in your life to get that upset about what's on a beer can, man, you got to figure some different shit out in your life. You need a hobby, a second job, something. You got to have something else going on in your life. I don't care what's on a beer can. Yeah. Social media, buddy. Hey, Richard's calling. Hey man, I'm finishing with Shivani. Can I call you right back? Hey, uh, say, uh, fuck Shivani or whatever. Say motherfuck Shivani or whatever. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's like my own adult speaking spell. I love that. Uh, I just want to leave you with this term. Yeah. Twitter stinks. Remember that. Oh, look, here comes Macho Man. Got Miss Elizabeth in tow. Of course, uh, he saw left that. in an ambulance last week. Right. We, saw, we showed that. Yeah. yeah. And, and so I think if this is the right time. I think Bret Hart's going to be doing a little run in after we've seen all these vignettes. Swerve Jones. Look at the trash coming in. <laughs> Look at Charles Robinson's face, dude. That was awesome. That was very good. Very well done. Man, the debris is really flying now. It's on the camera. Yeah. It hit a guy in the front row. This, by the way, this ain't cool either. No, it's not. Don't, don't be throwing stuff at wrestling shows. Jesus guys. This could hurt somebody accidentally. Big jackknife power bomb. One, two, savage. No, no, Bret Hart. So Bret Hart pulls the referee out, and he's going to go toe to toe with Kevin Nash. Here we go. This, this is pretty cool, with the exception of all the debris. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's heat, and I understand there was a time where everybody wanted that, and that's cool. But yeah. man, it's not cool in real life. Don't no, throw shit in the ring. Like if something got in somebody's eye right here for real, that's bad. Here comes the NWO, the B team. <laughs> oh no, that's Conan. I need the B team. Uh, we, you saw, saw Vincent first. I saw Virgil. Yeah. yeah. Virgil Vincent, whatever. Then you thought B team. Yeah. Oh, that ain't no B team. Scott Steiner. Mm. Jesus oh, Christ. Christ. <laughs> that Scott first Lane shot was not here to fuck around. <laughs> no, it was not. Second jackknife on Sting. Uh-huh. Wow. This is a crazy ending, isn't it? So you're gonna put Scott in the Scott got his ass hanging out? Yeah. Yeah. Up and over. Here comes Buff one on one with Brett. Brian Adams. Mr. Perfect. Yep. yep. Scott Norton. By the way. Scott. Man, this is fun to see Brett tearing some stuff up. You didn't see much of Brett like this in WCW. Huh. You know, they're, they're walking gingerly too. Cause I know the mat is soaking wet. Yes. And you could, you could hurt yourself here as you had mentioned before. Yeah. I just didn't want anything to get in somebody's eye. 
Well, that's it, man. Spring stampede is next. Uh, quite the ending. Listen, there was some good stuff on there. There was some bad stuff, but I have to be honest. I could see how a really well-told story with uh, Mr. McMahon and stone cold could have beat that, but there's no beating what happened when greatly appreciate you guys tuning in today. I uh, hope you'll go out of your way to uh, check us out on YouTube, WHW on youtube.com. Listen to a little Mr. Big this week and listen to a little uh, Saskatoon. What'd you say the name of that shit was? Uh, something into Saskatoon. I love them. I love this song. I can't remember it. Oh, running back to Saskatoon by guess who I, I did like three or four times. And you just won't tell me like, was that Steely Dan? The name of the, the name of the band is guess who the Eagles. Is, I, is that like a B side for the Eagles? Is that the almond brothers? Is it CCR? Mm. Who is it? Tony. Randy Bachman of, of BTO was their lead guitarist. You don't remember that. Okay. I don't um, even know. Is he related to Burton Cummings? You just stand tall. Don't you fall. Remember that song? No, never heard of that. He was the lead singer for guess who Led Zeppelin. Okay. Well, we're not getting anywhere with this. Well, but Tony, unfortunately it looks like. It's about that time. It is about that time, Conrad. It is time for the annual What Happened When 100 Yard Dash featuring a car. I was going to say Casio Kid, Conrad Thompson, Dave Silva, and the gun sounds. And here they go. It's going to be a photo finish. And oh my God, one, one stumbles into another one, into another one. And they're just bouncing off each other. They continue to bounce, bounce, bounce. And now it's a 200-yard dash, and they're still bouncing. And the winner by a nose is... We'll see you next week on What Happened When. We come to you every Wednesday on Cumulus Westwood One. But Mondays, we come to you on... Patron! Patreon.com forward slash WSW Monday. And, of course, ad-free shows. Dot com. Hey guys, need to call a quick time out here. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling my listeners over at OU didn't know for a while now about all the cool things happening over at adsfreeshows.com. He created the soundtrack for generations of WWE fans with some of the most iconic themes in history. Legendary composer Jim Johnston sits down with Conrad to take us behind the themes that we all grew up on, including Randy Orton's Voices. That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why Ads Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adsfreeshows.com. The Ed Milet 
Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 